Welcome back, watchers. This is tonight's watch, and I'm your host, Mark, aka Kidney Stones, aka Minute Salami. We got the man who can never have his own opinion, Luke, aka I like baseball. Wow. <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> we got the president of the I Hate Luke fan club, Tony Vietnamese Knees himself. Here, present. And for the first time ever, we have the man not excited for Spider-Man Far From Home whatsoever, my eldest brother Matt, a.k.a. Beefstick, a.k.a. DDA. Hey, 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 no that way home. Farce. Okay. No <laughs> way home. You said Far I, From I, Home. Oh, no, no way home. Matt, not excited whatsoever. I, I, I'm excited enough to know the name of it. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Uh. <laughs> Matt will be joining us bi-weekly as we start to do movie series in between our random movie picks. So this week we will start Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy. Then next week will be Luke's pick, then Spider-Man 2, Toadie's pick, etc. Matt will be here for all of our series reviews and will give us the synopsis and plot these weeks. If this is your first time here, after Matt's spoiler filled synopsis spoiler God, i was waiting for tony to do it i know we will give our ratings <laughs> i was gonna let luke do it i was gonna let luke do it we will give our ratings for the film run through the plot and luke will give his hints at the end for next week's movie matt even though you hate spider-man so much and spit on the new movies you can start with your synopsis when you're ready <sighs> okay somebody broke <laughs> up on the wrong side of the bed today <laughs> <laughs> jeez Okay. Cranky <clears throat> the synopsis of Spider-Man. Peter Parker is a 27-year-old high school simp with a trust fund dick named Harry for a best friend. <laughs> he pines over the girl from Jumanji who happens to be dating Big Dick Richie from Magic Mike. Peter is an uncomfortably awkward dweeb until his life is turned upside down when he is bitten by a genetically modified spider. Then he is an uncomfortably awkward dweeb with superpowers. Meanwhile, the trust fund Dick's father, played by Willem DeBaby, is making weapons and experimenting with himself, but not in a gross way. The experiment goes awry, and he manifests an alter, eagle, alter ego that speaks to him Venom styles. Peter promptly uses his powers for selfish reasons, entering a wrestling match to earn money to buy a car to impress Mary Jane Fonda, who hadn't really seemed to know who he was despite living next to him for 12 years. Peter decides that he will fight crime after his Uncle Ben, not the rice, is killed in a carjacking that Peter totally could have prevented if he wasn't a selfish little moody boy. Peter simultaneously fights crime and stalks his crush, who is now dating Harry Potter Osborne, because Harry is still a jerk who doesn't give a hoot about his friend's feelings. Pete, meanwhile, earns money by selling glam shots of himself to the Daily Bugle newspaper. The plot thickens like old oatmeal after Norman Bates Osborne, the aforementioned trust fund father, discovers that his Iraq nemesis has been his son's pathetic friend Peter this whole time. The Green Goblin, as his villainous alter ego is cleverly called, devises a plot to at first turn Spider-Man to the dark side for some reason, and then to ultimately kill him. After Spider-Man saves Mary Jane two separate times because she relishes being the damsel in distress, she decides that she loves Spider-Man and makes out with him in an alley before going back home to her boyfriend. MJ kind of a floozy, TBH. The Green Goblin enacts his convoluted plan to destroy Spider-Man, and then there's a Matrixy showdown and Gobby is killed, but not before Peter learns that his foe has been the guy from Platoon this whole time. At her ex-boyfriend's father's funeral, MJ professes her baffling love for wimp boy Petey, to which he promptly friendzones her and leaves her alone to cry in the cemetery. Then he has fun swinging through the city and narrating his life to himself. End of film. 
good synopsis, my That was a good one. Oh, gosh. Very good. Very accurate. Very accurate. Very accurate. Thank you. Let's hear your rating for the movie. Okay, drum roll. My rating for this movie is a 7.6. Ooh, that's good right there. Look at that. You want to explain your reasons or you just get into it during the... Uh, just slight reasoning. Uh... I think when it came out, it was kind of a revolutionary superhero movie, but it, it and it's got so many silly things that like are fun, but also like aren't like the best writing. But it's still really fun. So seven point six. Well, I respect it. Let's hear Luke. very nice. Let's hear Luke. Okay, I have seen this movie probably fifty times. I think I've I would... seen it maybe a little bit more than you, which is at least. 50. <laughs> yeah, I would act it out word for word as a child. So. That explains a lot. I can vouch for that. <laughs> uh, sadly, I don't like it. <laughs> and I gave it a 6.4 out of oh 10. Oh my goodness. Nice. nice. <laughs> wow. You're hating. I respect it. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Wait, do you have your reasonings? Um... I don't like it. Alright, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I will explain. <laughs> I will explain later. <laughs> Tony. I will preface this by saying I've probably watched the Spider-Man movies probably like once. Except maybe like the newer ones. Hater. And so this one I haven't seen in a long time. And it blew my expectations good movie 7.5 out of 10 oh okay has great funny bits (laughs) it has some cheesy scenes some like cheesy lines some corny bits and like some tropes but this was like back in 2002 this is like prime early 2000s superhero movie and i think it does it really well I see. I was like right close to you. I was a seven point three out of ten. So Luke's just a hater. I am the hater. I will say this was my childhood film along with the Phantom Menace, and I both hate those movies. So I well, I don't hate this one. I, I just think, uh, Luke. I don't think you like it as much. I think you wrote a better version of this movie in your own head, and that's why you don't <laughs> like this as much. Uh, Tobey Maguire, I don't like. Sometimes works in these movies, but it works better when he's in the suit. And these, all three of these movies work better when he's Spider-Man and not Peter Parker. And I don't have to look at his dumb 27-year-old face. <laughs> and, like, I, I really like uh. Willem, I really like Willem Dafoe. Oh, yes, I but do, too. I, It's like, oh, yeah. it's, it, there's always an asterisk by something I like. Like, mm-hmm. I like Dafoe, but I don't like him, I don't like his suit. I'd rather see his face because he's so menacing himself. Like, it's always something. To, but but sure. either way, it's like, I still think it's a fun time, especially for the reason you come to the movie is to see Spider-Man fighting crime. And I think they do that exceptionally well. So seven point. I think if you embrace the Tobey Maguire and you embrace the Sam Raimi, you have a lot more enjoyable time. I wish they went more with it though. Like, I feel like they could have gone more campy, but then it, it sits in this weird place where it's like sometimes too campy, sometimes not campy enough, like where sometimes it's trying to be serious, but then you get a silly part. So it's, I kind of like that. Okay. It kind of like, blends okay. that line well for me i almost had it lower of a rating because there's a lot of things in here that i'm like wow that was dumb but yeah, yeah. the dumb things like made me laugh and i was enjoying myself so i was like ah, i can't i can't i, I can't did it for that laugh at the dumb stuff but i really don't like the writing for mj 
oh, I it's think. terrible. I agree. It's real, oh, it's I don't terrible. like it. Uh, and then I think the pacing, like, after he becomes Spider-Man and after Her- uh, sorry, Norman becomes Green Goblin, is just kind of weird. I don't even understand what Green Goblin is doing. <laughs> well, okay, all right. Spoiler alerts for the Amazing Spider-Man one, and we'll say Spider-Man Homecoming. So, like, all of these introductory movies for these different Spider-Mans. I thought that this one did it the best. I actually kind of disagree because if they're on a field trip why would they let a genetically modified spider (laughs) that can affect somebody's dna like why were they i don't know like why were they kind of weird like why are they yeah why was it on display and nobody took care of it (laughs) i have thoughts on this but i think like do you guys want to start going through it scene by scene yes real quick though like i want to has everyone seen every spider-man movie that's been released I know yes, Matt, Luke, yes. and I have. Yeah. Tony, have you seen all of them? I have seen all of them, except only scenes from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. And I all you need to see. for a half hour <laughs> during Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah, he slept that a little correct. bit during Spider-Verse. But, um, alright. Uh, I kind of agree, Tony, that they do the intro, intro to him better here, but... We'll get into that. Like, some things I like, some things I don't, so... I think, uh, especially Marvel's Spider-Man, they kind of just, like, throw you in, right? And they expect you to already know everything, and it's, like, fine that they don't want to show, like, the entire backstory, but then you kind of miss some cool things about it, like underground wrestling that is, like, some weird lore behind Spider-Man now, and that's how he got started. I I think that's, like, interesting, and then that's straight from the first comic the amazing fantasy number 15 is like he went and wrestled for that's cool like 300 or something because it was back in the 60s or whenever they did it but that's and then i also think that it's like a little too formulaic to the marvel formula and everything is kind of just like set in a way already you can't yeah you can't argue that marvel isn't kind of cookie cutter sometimes so i get that i I do uh, like the uniqueness of this movie yeah, I, oh, yeah, I like when Peter is figuring out his powers. I just don't really like how the spider bit him. But I also oh, don't like it in Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> it's worse than Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, sure. I think it's worse than Amazing Spider-Man. I don't really like them both. So There's no reason for the spider to bite him either. Spiders don't bite unless they're provoked, and it was just kind of sitting there. But it's a super anyway. spider. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I forgot. Alright, Matt, you can start running through the plot. Okay, so we start off, and Peter is clearly 27 years old, and (laughs) I wrote in my notes, he's clearly 27 years old as a joke, and then I looked it up, and he really was 27 when he filmed it, and I was like, oh my god. Um, It all makes sense. So he's running after the bus. Wait, 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 I'm sorry, real quick, the intro, what did you guys think about the intro credits? That was on my hit. Yes. It's a hit pick. Go on. Hit pick. Very good. I, I really like in this movie. I really a lot. liked it. It went on like maybe twenty seconds too long. It is very long. I liked the animations and Danny Elfman's music is kind of awesome. So I agree. Yeah. There's a point I where like the, the song dies down and then you think it's gonna end and it comes back up and I'm like, they should just ended it when the <laughs> it music like, died down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Mm. So Peter's running after a bus, which which he always seems to be doing in this movie around like the same street and there's like no bus stop around so i don't know where he's supposed to get on the bus (laughs) (laughs) but but he's always running after a bus and then 
this time the bus driver is he just lets him on and it's fine um and everyone's Wait, a was, dick this was his best acting in the film when and he's running after the it's, bus it, i can't help but draw parallels wow. to forrest gump where they're like <laughs> taken and he can't sit next to me this um, yeah. he has narration over this and oh, the, uh, the, the line includes ah yeah. <laughs> mj the girl i loved before i even liked girls <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> I, I will say that this part is probably the worst part of the movie. This beginning <laughs> scene is horrid. It's not good. I did have Toby narration under a nitpick, but I was just going to like <laughs> save it till the end because all of the narration is bad. For sure. I like when he's running after the bus because you, it's before you get introduced to his horrible fucking acting this whole movie, and he's just running <laughs> screaming at the bus. I'm like, this feels like Peter Parker for one uh, time out of these three I, fucking I, movies. I also want to point out that MJ says, look, he's been following us since this boulevard. Why didn't she stop the bus sooner? She let him run all that way. And he was like, he was <laughs> she like don't care about Bolt much. out there. He was running hard. <laughs> it's also uh, like it's... <laughs> New York City, though, right? So, like, that bus is going to stop, and then there's going to be traffic. But blah, blah, he's blah, blah, her blah. neighbor for oh, 12 years. No, or... that's another thing. She doesn't <laughs> Luke, seem... if you were my neighbor for 12 years, I'd let the bus leave you. Oh, too. I know that. <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> In this, okay, in the first scene, she doesn't seem to know who he is when they're on their field trip, though. He's like, can I take a picture? And she's just like, oh, yeah, whatever. She doesn't, like, call him by name. It is weird. It is she weird. doesn't make any reference to knowing him at all, but she does later. It's weird. Definitely, um, I agree. Okay, so do, do you want to move on to when we're at the field trip, the Oscorp? Um, well, lab. I think we should have a discussion about okay. Tobey Maguire's acting. Doesn't, doesn't <laughs> Tony, you uh, like it, right? I think it is bad. It okay. is bad acting, but it's fun to watch. Like That's he's fair. like painfully monotone and we're like painfully like delivering his lines and like super awkward and it's like to the point where just his bad acting is the whole awkward part of the scene. But I, I think that's fun to watch compared to like everything else you get in like superhero movies now because everyone in superhero movies now are good actors because it's like actually this big blockbuster genre that's like pulling in millions and millions of dollars so you better get good actors but it's like kind of funny to go back and watch an early 2000s movie and see like the bad acting in it that, that was part of like what that. i meant with like he kind of like i don't like his acting but kind of works in th these movies it would never work in any of the other Spider-Man movies, but it kind of works with the campiness. But sometimes I wish they went more campy because it's acting so bad. Like it's so See, bad. I get that because it's uh, it's like kind of a movie that you rate high because it's enjoyable, not because you actually think it's a good movie. Where like newer superhero movies are actually trying to be good superhero movies, but they're like too cookie cutter and too formulaic and have to follow a certain thing that they just don't reach that where this movie's not like trying to be a really good movie but it's like just an enjoyable watch his acting is kind of wooden and he kind of just like mumbles everything and he's kind of <sighs> just there and th like his acting with mj makes i was like there's no way a girl would like him there's no way no. So, uh, when like later on, it's things start changing between them. I was like, I, not not with him. No, I, I, I also can't tell if that's his real voice or if he's trying to make it softer as he's a kid. Like, 
I just, yeah, I, I can't know. tell. Like, it's just bad. It's really hard to watch. Some well, of the scenes. only other thing that I remember seeing Tobey Maguire in is The Great Gatsby, and his voice is kind of the same, so I think that's just his voice. Very weird. I, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, and uh, MJ, MJ, we hate the character, all of us, correct? Yes. Yeah. The writing is not good. I yeah. like her performance, except for when she's bouncing, like, in their romantic scenes, because they have no chemistry. Yeah. But I actually think yes. she's she's a much better actress than he is. I like Kirsten yeah. Dunst. I her like acting her a lot. is fine. The writing is the problem. She does what she can with what she's given. Yeah. it's right. She's crazy. But now compare Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield to Tom Holland and Mary Jane to Emma Stone to Zendaya. You mean Gwen Stacy? Yeah, love interest. I like um, Gwen Stacy better than Mary Jane. Yeah. I like uh, MJ in Homecoming and Far From Home the best. You can't deny that Gwen Stacy uh, and Peter have... They're also really awkward together, which is weird, because yes. they were dating at the time. It's, a, it's, it's very a different, strange. It's a different <laughs> kind of awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that one, it's like... Too. Um, yeah, so all of them have problems. I I think like I like Zendaya in Far From Home as mm. MJ, but yeah. I definitely think my favorite is Gwen Stacy so far, just because mm-hmm. she actually does stuff in the movies and she's like in that there and sense. not the helpless like woman always falling off of something. And Zendaya is <laughs> not either; she's just barely getting introduced to that world. So maybe she'll yeah, become that. especially mm-hmm. in like the first introductory movie, Homecoming. She's like not in it a lot oh, yeah. and she's not the love interest which at i all. think is good which i which think i is thought good. was good who was the girl list yeah because she wasn't she in the comics yeah she was his girlfriend actually when he started uh i think i was because i was reading the green goblin one in preparation i didn't finish it because i have enough time but he was with liz and then someone got mad i think betty got mad at him because he was with Betty and he was talking around Liz and stuff and Betty is a character that works for J. Jonah Jameson in this world so it's like all these girls but like Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man actually did stuff she was out there and she was like you can't tell me what to do I want to go out there and help you and I'm like thank you that makes sense and she's actually Mm -hmm. smart like she was like legit smart whereas Zendaya's character at least in the first movie was basically just like a toned down version of her character from Euphoria but she is smart because she's in the club she just doesn't like show it exactly she shows it more in Far From Very aloof and non-caring also real quick I think that uh, I think they all work for their movies like Tobey Maguire is my least favorite but I think Tobey Maguire is my favorite of course Um, (laughs) I think Andrew Garfield works in his serious type of role for it and it's like too much crying but I think he works for that I think Tom Holland works for MCU so my favorite Mm -hmm. would be Tom Holland Andrew Garfield Tobey Maguire but I think they kind of work in their world I I think that uh, Andrew Garfield's would have been better if he smashed more laptops and more calculators and more more (laughs) clocks see I agree that they all work for their worlds and like their stories but I like Tobey Maguire's most because it's the most unique and I'll like put Tom Holland second but if I really wanted to like watch a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie I can kind of get that vibe from like a Guardians of the Galaxy movie or like a Thor movie and just have like a cooler superhero to watch Ouch, I, uh, ouch, ouch, ouch. And then uh, Andrew Garfield. Last. What do you mean Blast. by cooler? Because I think Spider-Man's yeah. pretty dang cool. 
Not enough Spider to put in your anticipated movies. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> going this is on... a different conversation. Spider-Man is going on his, what, seventh movie? No, eight if you count Spider-Verse, right? In like this yes. two-decade time span kind mm. So you kind of get this over-dilution of Spider-Man, the superhero, fed to you, right? It's like you get all these different stories of Spider-Man. And, uh, like, Spider-Verse does it well because it's, like, interesting in, like, a new concept kind of way. But you're just getting the same old, like, teenage superhero. And he has the superhero powers of a spider. Ooh. (laughs) And it's like... (laughs) <laughs> if you want to watch a Marvel Spider-Man movie, it's all like kind of the same tone of jokes and all the same formula that you might as well just watch a different Marvel superhero movie. I think it has different kind of comedy. I kind of agree with the formula. And I think my two favorite are Homecoming and Far From Home. But the biggest critique I'd have is like you had Tony Stark in Homecoming. You had Nick Fury in Far From Home. Yeah. Get it away from the MCU. Like, like those are my two favorites, but, like, I would like it if they cut it kind of off and not, like, I know the next one's supposed to have Doctor Strange, which is, like, better, but it's also, like, it's always someone, you know, to, like, keep it in there, and I kind of like it if it was, like, away from it, I guess. It's definitely yeah. not standing on its own feet in a sense. Like, I'm sure it's, like, wildly popular, and I think most people think it's the best. But it's always kind of leaning on the MCU as a factor in oh, that no world that you don't get uh-huh. just a Spider-Man story. So it is nice, this one, going back and just seeing a nice, like, c- contained Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. All right, Matt, you can continue. <clears throat> so we get to the field trip, and we get introduced to Harry and Norman Osborn. And we, we learn that Harry has been kicked out of a school or something and that's why he's in public school and not private school he's, he's been kicked out of multiple private schools, private schools. Yeah. Multiple, yeah, yeah multiple private and schools. defoe is the best actor here and oh yes. Harry he is and big yeah. hit pick. james pro, franco pro. is arguably the worst with toby mcguire so. james franco <laughs> okay. sometimes it just seems like he's phoning it in and he's not trying at all especially at like the end scene it's like he's barely acting yeah and his character is very one note in that like he's, he's kind just of cries. just he's cries and he's out for himself the whole time and that's, his character that's just kind of sucks like, yeah. you can tell he wants to impress his father that's it that that's is his whole this yeah. is so, <laughs> this gets into like my biggest flaw in this movie i'm sorry man i know we're like barely getting into the plot that is okay like, the characters uh my biggest flaw in this movie is that like i wanted norman osborne to be more sympathetic before he turned bad so like yeah. Yeah, he's a douchebag anyway. So why would we care that he's going insane? If we made him a good, supportive father, and Harry really, really loved him, and then he starts going crazy, and then Spider Man kills him, then it would make sense why in the sequels Harry wanted to kill Spider Man. You know, like it just doesn't make a lot of sense when he's just kind of a douchebag anyway. And like even when he's like, so you know how he goes into like phases where he's like bad, but then he's like back to normal when he's back to normal is that scene at Thanksgiving where he's like being completely rude about MJ. And I'm like, he's not sympathetic whatsoever. I think that's like part of the goblin getting to him during that scene though. You think I agree with the Thanksgiving scene. There's there's only one scene where he's like actually trying to be a good father. And that's where they're like talking on the stairs and he's like, they're having like a heart to heart, but it's like, 
two minutes of the movie, and that's it. I, I think, just want to see more. I think yeah, as before. the movie goes on, though, as the movie goes on, in like when he's switching phases, it's not like boom, he's Green Goblin or he's not. It's starting to like mix into where like he's just this person that is Green Goblin, because like you kind of get it at that Thanksgiving scene, like he's being this dick asshole but he's getting like these like urges from green goblin like he mm-hmm. sees a blood drop or like um aunt may slaps his hand and you see it kind of <laughs> yeah, trigger like him, right fucking, <laughs> fucking <Aunt May>. Don't <laughs> even. so it's like he's going like in and out of this green goblin state and he's mixing with it so much that he's like just kind of green goblin and especially at the end you kind of get this where it's just him like just him normal talking right it's not green goblin voice or anything but he's trying to kill peter parker during it Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think as the movie goes on, his character goes from, like, normal to Green Goblin, and then back to normal, and then Green Goblin. But then it starts, like, to mix and fade in the middle to where, like, is he Green Goblin or is he not? And I'm fine I, with that as long as, yeah. like, if in this beginning scene, you know how he brings the backpack to Harry? If, like, and, but then it's kind of implied, like, oh, he's proud of Peter more so. If he's, like... Just something like, I love you, son. Like, where they have a heart-to-heart very clearly that he's a good father before. Like, that's all I need. Like, give me a little bit of that, then he could be more sympathetic. But it's not clearly shown before he turns But it could also be, like, um, if you look at it from, like, a different lens, it's like, Harry's never getting the love he wants from his father. And he's always trying to impress his father. And then he dies without doing this. So then he, like, for the rest of his life, he feels like he needs to, like be that image that his father wanted like that he thinks his father wants oh, for sure and that's what they're doing i just think i would like it better if it was more like just sadness that his great father died i'm fine I, uh... with it not being that way and you're like you're like man harry your dad's a piece of shit and you keep going to him and then you like he does and it's kind of like this tragedy where he never gets this love that he like wants so badly and he's turning to the dark side just for this love that he never even got. And if I, uh, you want to yeah. psychoanalyze it, there's a lot of people who try to impress their parents who didn't treat them well, and it, it, it's kind of tragic because no matter how he was treated by his dad, he always wants him to be proud of him, so it's kind of sad. That's what I got from it. See, but I, I got that, but it's James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just this car scene's so weird because Willem Dafoe's the best actor in this movie. By yeah. far. Sorry, yeah. Away, yeah. And I actually disagree with that. Who do you think the best actor? If you say Toby McGuire. Jay Case. Oh, yes, yes, oh, okay. yes. Jay yes, Case. Okay, he's he's so not nice. a main character though. Agreed. But by far sure. he's he's the best he's part of this so entire good. trilogy. <laughs> like by far the best part of this trilogy. I, agree. I I would watch just a movie of just J. Jonah Jameson clips yeah. that was like four hours. Oh, I God. <laughs> I, I agree. There's I a agree. part in Spider-Man 2.1 that they cut out that I'm not going to talk about until we do that movie of J. Jonah Jameson, but it was insane. So I'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Release the Jameson cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spider-Man 2.5784. And it's just him. <laughs> Spider-Man 2.J. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, continue with the plot. Okay, so this is where we get the first glimpse of uh, Harry being jealous that Peter has more in common with his father than him. And we get Mm -hmm. uh, a scene that got turned into a meme, which is one of my hit picks, 
because he goes, I'm something of a scientist myself. And you see that on the internet a lot now. <laughs> um, and that's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a good line. It was a good line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're actually inside, you know, looking at everything. And their teacher uh, definitely wants to murder all of his students. Yeah. And this guy okay. has so much rage. I just rage. want to point out that he was, like, whispering like this. And he was like, I will fail all of you. I promise. <laughs> he leans in. He's like, I will kill you. <laughs> I thought it was funny, though, because the teacher honestly looks almost the same age as everyone else. <laughs> I think he looks younger than Flash Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flash is, like... Everyone looks 27, Flash looks 35. Dude, he's also, bad. like, taller than Tobey Maguire, who already looks, like, six foot in this movie. So it's, like, that guy looks gigantic. Yes. And he's gonna oh. be Deathstroke, where he was supposed, I will to, or he was supposed to be. You're right. You're right. That's where I've seen him. Also, as I mentioned before, he plays a character in Magic Mike called Big Dick Richie. So, <laughs> I will say, I like the flash thompson in marvel spider-man more like this kind of new age take on him where he's just not like some oh, yeah. tropey mm-hmm. bully he's like bully. Yes, some yes. like uh new new aged bully for the kids nowadays tony but revelory i think right? uh yeah what this spider-man does well is like they make him an asshole and when he gets his ass handed to him you get like that burst of serotonin You're like yeah fuck that guy <laughs> It's definitely like uh, an old school comics bully, and this yes. whole movie is trying to be like old school comics. That like the tone would almost work better if it was set back then. Even like the, some of the things they wear, like I'm like it's obviously modern, but they're like trying to make a movie about the old original comics, and sometimes it doesn't blend completely well. Like this Flash Thompson, totally outdated. Bullies don't really like that. Which but they this do is two thousand two. This is a two thousand two bully. Guess. Matt, you, how old were you in 2002? Six? Matt was you were six. six. You yeah, he was, not, he was not a senior you, in high school. Were you a Flash Thompson or were you a Tobey Maguire? Or were you a Harry? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I was one of the guys in the background just cheering them on to fight. Oh, um, you're did your, did your teacher want to murder you like this one? <laughs> I will fail all of you. <laughs> I swear you not. <laughs> as far as I know, no. But... You you have to remember that during this time period, that was the height of Nickelback, so it was a different time. <laughs> oh, quite oh, a different, different time. <laughs> quite a different time. Too much hate for them, am I right? Too much hate. Too much hate. Too much too hate. Much I think hate. because it's a 2002 movie, like, marketed towards kids, and you guys watched as kids, it's, like, kind of different than, like, thinking about what a senior in high school would be like in New York City in 2002. I will say True. I watched this movie so many times. Like Luke mentioned, yes. like, our VHS cover for oh Spider-Man is in. Shambles. I think it started wearing out because we had to rewind it so much. <laughs> well, because we didn't like Spider-Man two because he didn't have his powers because we were just right. we were dumb like, little what like what like eight eight and five. We watched and Spider-Man like, three because we liked his dance. <laughs> no, well, we liked how much shit happened because that yes, movie's wild. Sandman, and Sandman like, was Spider-Man great. two. <laughs> We'll get to that, but it's also, like, we hated it because it was, like, a better story. We were <laughs> dumb little it was, children. It was, like, it was better story. <laughs> this one does pretty good because, I mean, we were hooked on this. They they got their greedy palms onto us. Um, so, after the teacher wants to murder the students, um, <laughs> Harry, who already knows that Peter has been into MJ forever, is like, let me swoop in and try to sweet talk this, her right I in front of him. I don't get Harry <laughs> I don't get if he's trying yeah, to prove that it will work or, or if he's like is he trying to prove that 
That's what I thought at first, right? I was like, oh, he's just using he's just using his lines to sit to show Peter, hey, if you had just said this to her, it would work. But then he has a thing with her later on, and then something else happens between them later on that doesn't make sense. And uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. But this is probably the worst relationship in the movie. And as a cherry on top, he uses Peter's lines that he told Harry. Yeah. Oh, that's just terrible. (laughs) Either way, he's kind of, he's being a dick. And that's kind of his MO. See, what I thought was, like, he looked back at him, and Peter seemed almost amazed. Like, he was just proving that it would work. So, like, give him the courage. Which would work if he didn't have a relationship with MJ later. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. I don't understand it. And then, okay, so after that happens, he asks to take a picture of MJ for the paper, but you know he's not using that picture for the paper. Later. Oh, it was yeah. so... <laughs> Do you remember Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Was I was about to so say, yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, he's going to crop the school yeah, picture yeah. And, and then put it, put it on his desktop. Fucking creep, dude. <laughs> oh, it's and so creepy. She that acts like she doesn't know bad. Peter. Yeah. And then the spider comes down. And for some reason, Peter doesn't feel this giant spider crawling on his hand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that part. He also right. holds the camera this same spot after she leaves for so long for the spider to bite him. Yeah, yeah. and then it bites him unprovoked, which I, I yes. didn't understand that either. It's and a he doesn't even spider. like. They're not understandable. But then he had, why... <laughs> he had just heard that they are like genetically modifying spiders, and one is missing, and it bites him, and it doesn't even phase him. He's just like, oh, spider bite. I it's don't blue understand. And red. It's yeah. fucking blue and red. It and bites like, him. Oh. <laughs> it bites him and then it crawls off. I would have stomped on that motherfucker, bro. The, if it bit me and started crawling or, away, and I saw it, the, at least go to someone else and be like, "Hey, that spider you're missing. I, I think it's. I think it just also it. like yeah, also, just say you don't even have to say that. You don't even have to say this missing spider. You're like, yo, like you know, this place keeps spiders and stuff. You're like, hey, I got bit by a spider, and now it's fucking welling up in a huge-ass ball on my hand. He doesn't even go to the hospital. He goes straight home and goes to bed. (laughs) None of this makes... Go ahead, Luke. I'm sorry. The people at the place, too. MJ's like, there's one missing, and they know it's the genetically modified spider that has... I'm just saying if it wasn't. I'm just saying if it wasn't. I'm just saying if it wasn't. But also, like, if you listen to genetically modified spider, like... Because it's in the scope of a movie, you're like, oh, man, that's the one that's going to give him motherfucking superpowers. <laughs> but, like, in real life, there's, like, genetically modified cats that, mm-hmm. like, glow in the dark, right? And, like, yes, if you got yes. bit by it, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm, like, fucking screwed. I'm going to turn into Catwoman. You're like, you don't oh, know they that. Just, you don't know they that. They just made it glow. <laughs> like, it's not, like, something that's, like, super, like, you should be super wary of. Like, oh, my God, this is going to turn me into a superhero. But you should still get it checked out just for like normal spider purposes so i am glad in this movie that it's not like destined to happen like amazing spider-man it's just some kid gets bit i really like that i don't understand why he doesn't say anything after he gets bit i also don't understand why he doesn't tell his parents he feels sick like or aunt may and uncle ben that he feels sick because he got bit by a spider and he's like delusional but then if you wake up with like muscles there's no reason not to tell them still be like i got bit by this and i'm like super big i don't know what's happening like i don't understand like why do they not have a talking why don't they have a communication in their relationship though like it doesn't you should know by a scene later on why he doesn't have a good relationship with his well aunt may fucking sucks all these movies so that's (laughs) why she does so that is actually in one of my cons i wrote down why isn't this Aunt Marissa Tomei? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, uh, I was going to get to now. that. 
but let, let's go back to, because there's a scene before that where they're at the Oscorp lab with, like, Norman and, like, yes. the back scientist before this. Back oh my, that formula. was the only note I wrote was back to formula. <laughs> he said it like like the guy suggested they go out and kill puppies. He was like, back to formula? <laughs> I have that it's in my even notes. A big deal. <laughs> no. I have that in my notes in all caps with three question marks. Back to formula. <laughs> and then he says it later when he jumps out. He's like, back, back to, to formula. They also say that like we fucking know what back to formula even means i don't know what that means is that so, like the last step back or is that the very first step yeah we don't know where they are in the process like so, I, i'm guessing it's the first step and they're at the, the end this is how i understood it they were ready to start human trials or at least that's what norman thought and the guy was saying we have to go back to the drawing board which is what back to formula means and that's why yeah. he was like what do you mean back to formula <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy <laughs> and, and that's really this, i feel like ahead. all of this uh interaction I guess it makes sense after he gets turned into Green Goblin, but it's all like greed, right? Like he just mm-hmm. wants more money f- from like the military contract or whatever. But at like some point, I'm like, "You're rich, bro. Just like retire and chill." Yeah, I agree. It's it's that, and well, actually, like any billionaire now, Elon Musk, Zuckerberg. It's like no matter how much money they want, it's like, why are you so greedy? For I mean, more? that part is true. That is very true. <laughs> okay. Um, and then after that scene, we cut to Ant-Man and Uncle Ben, who are approximately a million years old. Why are they so goddamn old? <laughs> so this old. goes back to, like, if you, if you, I'll actually send you guys a picture uh-huh. of the comic of how Aunt May looks, and she looks old as fuck. And I don't know why they drew her like that, but they're tr- I think they're trying to be accurate, even though it doesn't make sense. Are so, you supposed to be, like, great aunt and great uncle? Because they're seems old. Because like he's supposed to be, like, 17 or 18 right. in this movie and then uncle ben says that he's 68 years old oh that's okay or it's like they're his old like his parents were like 20 years younger than his aunt and uncle or something yeah or something know. like that it, it's weird regardless so peter comes home looking like a crackhead he's like sweaty <laughs> and disheveled <laughs> looks like he's been out he's shooting pale heroin. too yeah he's pale <laughs> as fuck and is his aunt and uncle are like, hey, you okay? And he's clearly not. And he's like, I'm fine, I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> and like, this, this also is the start of a relationship with them and him where they, like, don't understand him or whatever. Like, they say, like, you don't want to eat dinner and he's about to pass out and he looks like he's about to die. And then they're like, oh, Peter's changing so much. He's not gonna e- even eat dinner with him. And this is, like, kind of, like, the the start of that thought in their mind but he's pale as fuck he's sweating he's dying he's like i'm not okay i just need to go to bed and they're like but you won't eat dinner <laughs> well they they treat him like he's 12 and going through puberty he's like I 18 agree. years yeah. old like yeah. he's not changing like he he's clearly he's... got pneumonia or something and when, <laughs> he also man. has to be like his own person eventually they can't just like yeah. Wouldn't, think that they can keep some weird relationship with him. Wouldn't you go into his room and be like, holy shit, he looks like he's about to die. Let's take him to the ER. Like, yes. I also, also, doesn't he, like, take off his clothes or whatever, and then he just, like, kind of passes out and falls on his bed? You're mm-hmm. telling me that at, like, zero point during the night, they didn't open the door and see this motherfucker's, like, completely passed out, sweating in his sleep, like, half naked, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's <laughs> fucked up. 
he's not even on his bed. He's on the floor. Like, oh, yeah, they yeah. didn't walk yeah, in yeah, and yeah. be he like, oh, my it. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you guys see the picture of how old they looked? Yes, I did. And they are ancient. So it was accurate. They but... look like grandma. That's an accurate picture. But man. I don't under Like, so I, that's why they cast. But I don't understand why they drew her like that. No idea. Um, I Okay, so for talking about him passing out, this is one of my hit picks. Uh, the skull flashes on him. Fuck yeah. <laughs> when he's, like, Fuck changing. Yeah. Very so dead. Yeah, he's so dead. Sam Raimi that I love uh, it. Yeah, that was good. I I actually like that. It's silly, but it works. That's, like, this campiness that I like in this movie. Yes. Ooh, I will say, I will say there was a line, and, like, um, <laughs> Aunt May asks, you don't want a bite to eat? And then he's like, I had a bite. I need to go to bed. And she's still upset. <laughs> no, because he's saying he had a bite. Oh, so she's oh, like, oh, a bite. That didn't even register to oh, me. See, we're you just sitting here like, what are you talking get about? That. She's like, do you want a bite to eat? And he said, I had a bite. But he was talking about the spider bite. Mm, didn't even register. You. See, you guys, see, you guys not watching the same complex. movie this I am. You guys aren't watching the same movie give it credit for. This is like B movie. No, it is not. So the next scene is back to the Oscorp lab, and it's after hours. And Norman is a dick who just breaks glass in his lab, just willy-nilly. And the janitor probably hates him. Yeah, that's him. not very scientific of him, but whatever. No. So he drinks the, the potion. I don't, I don't know what you call it. Um, the potion? <laughs> it's the formula that they went back to. Back to formula. Because <laughs> he's, he's testing it on himself. And his... But is gets, it the gas what the formula is? Yes, what did he drink? I don't know what it was. And <laughs> I like, drink a potion. I, I like, what it was a potion. So, uh, future spoilers, uh, Spider-Man 3, like, Harry goes into, the, like, the chamber or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But he doesn't drink anything, and then he becomes a goblin all buff, so I don't understand what he, the drink he was doing. He was taking a shot of tequila to give himself bravery. I, that makes more I, sense. I liked how he gave, like, this whole speech about, like, 40,000 years of human evolution has led us to this. And then he goes on the table, and they strap the things on, and he's like, oh, it's oh, cold. Oh, it's cold. That's good. You know, That's I heard good. that that line was improvised for him, by him on the day, So, and it, it comes off that way. It's amazing. That's, I That's it's amazing. cold. Dude, I love... Dude, his shaking scared me as a kid. When it is did. The thing I had written for that was, was Defoe's acting is hilarious. Dude, I had, I, uh, his eyebrows like go up and he's all like, oh! And then he just starts freaking out. And then he just stops and it flatlines. He's like, mm. I, love I love this I music. had Norman convulsions written down for that. And it is one of my biggest pros. It's just so then, good. And I love how it goes to the, the computer and it shows his muscles expanding. I'm like, how does the computer show that? I, I, it, Marcus, 2002. It's scientific. 2002. It is scientific. <laughs> and then his acting is also funny when he jumps out and he like squats and he's like, bleh. I was gonna say I loved what they zoom in on his face and then he like blasts open his eyes and he wakes up and he grabs him by the neck and he fucking throws him across the room and through the glass and then he jumps on and does that goblin pose. That was great. But when he's when also when he's having Norman convulsions, his eyes are white. Like it's just the whites of his eyes. I was like, oh, what is happening? (laughs) This is why it freaked me out as a kid. I was I was gonna say that scene scared me as a kid. 
It's um, it's a good introduction to a villain though. I like it, like because like it zooms in on like the heart rate monitor, and then it zooms in on his eyes, like Tony was talking about yeah. before he chokes him. I'm like, this is creepy. That's good. Just a uh, a real quick tidbit about uh, Willem Dafoe's performance in this. Did you know that his teeth are a little janky in real life? Mm-hmm. And yeah. as Norman, they put caps on his teeth, like he wore dentures. And then when he plays the goblin, it's his normal messed up teeth. See, that goes oh. back to, like, I wish he didn't wear a suit. Like, do you know in Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2, they don't have him wear a suit, like, and it doesn't work there. But he looked like he had algae in his hair. The he problem did. is, like, the Green Goblin in the comics does wear a suit, but it looks like a suit, it's like a realistic suit, to where people think he's an actual goblin, because he's trying to trick people, right? But, um, I wish they would have just gone with him being the goblin without the suit because he's so creepy himself that like you put on the mask you can still hear the voice but you're we're like not getting that performance i wanted to see like of goblin yeah i agree um i do think that though for like marketing purposes if you had like an action figure of this suited up green goblin oh it's a lot easier to sell than some goblin with willem defoe's head on it it's also the first spider-man movie so they want to be like the comics to where it's a suit you're like they don't want to change stuff up yet this is like the first time they're doing it so i understand i think i just want to see more defoe yeah it's understandable okay so then we cut back to peter's room and he wakes up after a night (coughs) of sweating bullets on the floor (laughs) the first avenger captain america first avenger (laughs) this yes yes i wrote peter isn't even really that jacked like he's like oh and like he was skinny before but Okay, when he flexes, he, he has abs, for sure. But when he, like, first stood up, I was like, he looks like... I, I Well, I guess it's accurate. He kind of looks like those 17-year-olds when they first start getting muscle. Yeah, and they, like, see? walk around just, like, pretending like they're huge <laughs> all the time. I will agree, man. Uh, I think that I agree. fits it's Spider-Man. A, I, I yeah. agree it fits, but I will agree that they said he worked out for, like, five months for this. And it doesn't show off like other people when they talk about working out for movies. No, so, and but it works. Once again, it's 2002, and we didn't have a lot of superhero movies, so we don't have Chris Evans looking. Also, didn't like have a, a lot of steroids so. back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his um, pecs are not as big as I'm sure he wanted, but his arms are actually pretty nice. So. Yeah, it, it's okay. I, at first, I was like, eh, and then he flexed, and I was like, all right, it's fine. Yeah, he. How is an actor in 2002 supposed to get the steroids that these actors have nowadays? Hey, Barry, uh, Barry Bonds, Bonds was, was doing using it. Luke, 2000... nice! <laughs> yeah. 2002 was the but year Barry he But Barry Bonds like... wasn't like... Oh, there's Hi. Luke. I like baseball. Hey, hey, take it easy. Take it easy. Okay, so... And then he's a creep. He's he a so... creep who stares out Toby... the window at his neighbor. <laughs> he also wait, whoa, looks whoa, down at his little clap? pee-pee <laughs> and says that it grows. <laughs> And he's like, gonna... oh, did anything happen? What are we glossing over, Tony? <laughs> glossing Sorry. over the iconic glasses scene where he's, like, it's lifting like, oh, up oh, his glasses oh. and he can Ooh, just see good. regularly. That's pretty good. Case. There's so like, many working. scenes in this movie that are, like, iconic for Spider-Man now. It just, like, defined it. Like, yeah. him uh, was, like, puts up his glasses. I was like, oh, my God, I can see now. You don't like that scene, Luke? I think it's strange. That what? no girl talked to him on, until after he took off his glasses. He got confidence, though. It was <laughs> That's confidence. True, but it was because though. of his glass. I don't know. I kind of don't like when movies... Your bitch kinda... ass looks ugly with glasses. Luke? My oh. bitch ass looks ugly in general. I have acne scars out the wahoo. <laughs> I know this, okay? <laughs> Luke, you are the only one out of all of us kids who doesn't wear glasses now, so I think you should just be grateful. Kelly does not what she's supposed to. So yeah, well, I guess that's, she has them. Yeah. <laughs> she can use them. 
Okay. Um, I apologize. All right. As as a couple of jams who have to wear glasses, don't you guys think you look better without glasses? I actually enjoy my glasses. Um, maybe because I spent 23 years of my life not wearing glasses, so it's just a change. I don't know. It depends. With the think... type of glasses I have, I think I they work if I'm in like a business type of situation. If I'm wearing a full suit, I think they work better. But like normal day, I think I'd look better without them. Not you saying that people with glasses. glasses look worse than if they didn't wear glasses. I'm saying two, like, 18-year-old high schoolers in 2002. That's just kind of a thing. I would oh, agree. It's, I would agree. It's the trope of, like, they do it all the time in movies where it's, like, the girl takes off glasses and puts her hair down. And it's like, oh, oh it she was, was Renee beautiful. Zellweger I the don't whole like time. Uh, but it's also, yeah. like, you're talking about, like, high schoolers who are vain and will like yeah. that would happen with them. And Luke, you forget compared that... to like grown-ups or like adults now. Like obviously it glasses don't matter. They like absolutely doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter if you wear them or you don't. Like you look the same to an adult. But to like kids that like could make a difference. That's but, true. Luke, girls aren't really like hovering over him either. I mean like That's true. he also caught MJ's tray. Which is and like insane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which was we'll realistic. Get, yeah, yeah. I will we'll talk about it. That. But also that fight with Flash and everything. So people mm-hmm. know him from not just the glasses. I think it's everything combined. So everyone's True. like, who is this guy? But like, also, it's not is the glasses. anyone even really fawning over him? No. No, that's what I'm no, saying. Luke's just being I just, an ass. I just kind of <laughs> sure. wish that movies didn't always do that. I don't know. Where you I have think that's fine say, in the comics. I think that's I'm pretty sure in the comics say. he kept his glasses for... Yeah, he still has his glasses when he's Peter Parker in the comics. Yeah, I think that's I, a fine I, thing to want if you're saying that about, like, the newest Spider-Man. But if you're, like, going back to the first Spider-Man in 2002, you can't ask the same thing from that movie. True. I, uh, I uh, Disclaimer for people listening that... When I talk about the comics, I'm talking about the ones I've read, which is like the 1960s one, and I haven't read them all. So there's like a ton of different iterations, so don't don't flay me. Basically, all I've got is that Luke hates people with glasses, confirmed. Yeah, what, I no, feel what like I'm saying... I mean, he does hate like... me, and I have glasses. So Wait, that's no, what I'm saying is I actually like, because I'm saying they don't need to take off their glasses to be cool. So you hate Tony because he doesn't wear glasses. So you hate me because I don't wear glasses. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, it comes out. It comes out. Luke, I you'd be a terrible that's... politician. <laughs> oh, so I think like trophy <laughs> things like that are different from like say B movie. When did B movie come out? Oh seven. So like so B movie came out in oh seven and it has like straight up racist jokes. I think you're allowed to say back then they should not have racist jokes because racism is never okay. But, like, going back to 2002 and being, like, they shouldn't have that trope is a little weird because it's just, like, a movie trope. It's the same thing with the costume. You can't blame this one for having Green Goblin in a costume because it's the first one to do it. And it's not, like, it's not, like, a bad thing that they should have, like, known about, like, say, racism in B-movie. But it's, like, something that's just normal back then. I don't think that defines Spider-Man. Is, like, the taken off the glasses. No, he was saying it's just, like, an iconic shot that, like, people use. Like... It's an iconic shot that if you're thinking about Spider... Like, it defines how Spider-Man is getting these powers, if that makes sense. It, like, okay, defines yeah. the transition of him getting superpowers. Like, yeah. I think it's a good way for Another to scene it. of that is, like, oh, like, he's stuck to the ceiling in, like, Spider-Verse or something, right? It's, like, those scenes are, like, defining his transition between 
just regular guy to Spider-Man. And if you're thinking of all the scenes where he's going from regular guy to Spider-Man, you think of this glasses scene. Uh, True. True. Yeah. Can can I go back real quick to something we glossed over? Was that when Peter and Norman were talking, he mentioned that he wrote a paper on Norman talking about nanotechnology, which is like what Tony Stark uses in the MCU now. So it's kind of a nice introduction to... The nanotech is like what Spider-Man's current, like, uh, Infinity War suit is. Like, the metal suit is nanotech. And so I kind of like that they, like, subtly mentioned it, and it never comes back. So I thought that was kind of cool. That is cool. Okay. So... After Peter does the cool glasses scene that Luke hates, um, he, we see that he has <laughs> a perfect hater. view of MJ through the window. And... Oh, <laughs> this was the start of one of my biggest cons where he's like, oh my god, he lives next to her? I was like, what the fuck? He lives right next to her because they acted like strangers in the beginning. Yeah, scenes. and then like later on they talk like they've known each other forever, so it's weird. Yeah, but I was like, what? <laughs> he acts like a gigantic stalker here he just like follows yes. her from a distance as she oh, walks yeah, out of her house <laughs> and and then they show up at right at the same spot where he was running after the bus the first time but also when he goes down to aunt man uncle ben he runs up the wall and when yeah, he's like, like oh, hey yeah. peter <laughs> what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Clean your shoe like, prints off the wall, yeah. you fucking weirdo. Just rock. I will add this. I will say this in defense of the movie is Aunt May and Uncle Ben are old as fuck. They probably can't hear shit. <laughs> they, they didn't even know it was Peter. <laughs> no, <laughs> they forgot that they forgot that he was living there. That's why they never Who checked are you? on him. What are you doing in my house? Well, they I'm your nephew, him. Uncle Ben. Oh yeah. They didn't hear him convulsing upstairs all night. So, yeah, seriously. Um, okay, so. He watches creepily as MJ gets into the car with Flash and her friends. And then he runs after the bus again, which has, like, a paper on it. And yeah, yeah. that's the only time I I've like ever see. seen paper on a bus. And it's only there specifically to show how sticky his hand is. <laughs> I, so really like hands. Oh, I really like the hands. I really like the hands. I like the scene, too. It's a plot convenience, but it is nice to see. You're like, oh, Luke, cool. so you're telling me you like this sticky hand scenes more than the glasses scene? Because Luke always got sticky hands, if you know what I mean. It's That's true. true. <laughs> Truth be told, oh. my hands like, are I think the glasses sweaty. scene is a better <laughs> scene showing that he's getting superpowers than sticky hands. But whatever. Well, no, I... I'm just saying the glasses isn't like uh, my favorite part. You know what but I mean? But sticky hands but, is. Yeah. Wait. So like think of hands. a scene. <laughs> what what scene do you think the, like is a good scene that shows that he's getting superpowers? Sticky well, hands. Sticky hands. Well, I'm just saying the glasses. I would just. I don't know. I just didn't want. Like, if you had to think of all the Spider-Man transition scenes, which ones stand out to you comparatively? <laughs> When he takes the tray and then flings it back and hits Flash in the head for no good reason. (laughs) I mean, like, I mean, like he first he just first wakes up and then he's learning that he has superpowers. Not like okay, he has superpowers now. What he's doing with it? I I just uh, maybe if they didn't, I just don't really like glasses. uh, That glasses part. Like I think it's fine. We know. I, I was just saying that, dude, Luke, hey, you guys are hating on me for glasses. every opinion Luke that I have. Luke has in never him. worn glasses <laughs> in his life, and he hates the glasses scene. It's confirmed. No, I Luke like that he has hater. glasses. I wish he kept the glasses when he was Luke, Peter. Luke, spiders have like eight motherfucking eyes. Why wouldn't he be able to see better? 
How is he going to wear glasses when he's swinging around a Spider-Man? See, that's what doesn't make sense in the comics. It's like, if he needs them for his everyday life, what the fuck would he do in his costume? That's true. Where the Eric got Gagne, context goggles the, in his yeah the Eric Gagne goggles that have the strap around <laughs> yeah. the back. I guess, <laughs> I guess I am hating because it would at least girls didn't like fawn over him once he took off the glasses. Yeah, I just like other uh, movies. I don't know. I, I think they, the they most... do fawn over him when he parts his hair the other way, but we'll get to they that in a different that. week. They do that. <laughs> I mean, I think the most that he gets for taking off the glasses is MJ says, wow, you have blue eyes. I never noticed that with the glasses on. And that's that it. True. That's like practically oh, I'm it. I'm probably hating, but I just didn't think that was like a defining iconic scene with the so glasses. You're not that a was... defining iconic scene. I'm, I suck. I know this. <laughs> that's kind of a good segue into the next scene, Tony, because... Uh, MJ slips and he uses his uh, spider-like reflexes to save her, right? And she says, did you just get contacts? And his response is to just stare at her like a dick <laughs> yes, until she walks away. Hey, <laughs> respect, because uh, he did this scene practically. It took 158 takes and he caught all of really? them. So because he, crap. he had sticky, like it was like stuck to his hand, right, Matt? That's wow. crazy. So when he's actually catching it, he's actually catching it with like this tray was like stuck to his hand. Okay. Which is super cool. And that's what him. Luke is hating on for this movie. He's yes. Doing practical he hates practical effects. Spider-Man he hates, John like the he hates tray. Mission that's Impossible. Amazing. He, hates, he hates people who do their own stunts. So. I like the Tom Cruise <laughs> and Jackie Chan. I never Chan. said that. You so. hate... John Wick. That's what you're telling me. I don't what like I... that the webs come out of his wrists. I agree with that. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was like my, one of my biggest nitpicks of this movie. I was like, what, how does that even work? Where does it come but, out of? Wait, Matt, you skipped a scene. Which scene? Where I think Harry asks uh, his father where he's been at night, and then there's a memory flashback jump scare. Oh yes, I Fuck loved yes. that scene. It was such a good scene. It's like because where were you yeah. last night? And then he's like. <laughs> And Norman, then he's like, oh. <laughs> Norman is passed out on the floor of his office, and he comes in, and Harry comes in and is like, Dad, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And that's like the end of it. It's like, oh, is this a normal <laughs> occurrence? But the jump scare, I loved the jump scare. I like it because it's like, this is like a kid's movie or whatever, and then you add something that would scare kids. That would be funny. So that was also the beginning of like, I don't understand how Norman is not a suspect in all these killings throughout the whole movie. (laughs) Yes, seriously. Oh, yeah, because I also think that's when they come in and say, Dr. Strom was found dead in the lab. Yes. And I was like, he was the last one seen with Dr. Strom, and I'm sure they have security cameras. So it's like, um, why is he not being interrogated? Yeah. (laughs) It gets even worse later because, like, so many things happen that only Norman could have been there for. And people see him on the glider that, like, is literally made by... Oscorp. His company, yeah, yeah. they saw people. I mean, and I think all of them are dead by like halfway through the movie. But a bunch of people saw the Green Goblin uniform, the costume. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh. <laughs> but they did say that the glider and the suit was stolen. So wow. maybe someone that's, stolen. Uh, that's all the convincing all the police ever need. They go, oh, stolen. Okay, that's oh, yeah. all the convincing <laughs> they, they, that they, I they, need. So stupid. Um, small hit pick back at the cafeteria scene. Or, yeah, hit pick. That uh, right before MJ slips, his eyes go wide and looks at the slip. Like, because Spider-Sense, which is, like, a complaint right. with the new movies. I so thought I like the that. Spider-Sense scenes in this movie were great. And, and it, like, the, honestly I really like the sound mixing. a lot of it. I really like the sound yes. mixing was good. It was like, yeah. 
like, yes, and then yes. it's like it happens. It's like that's that sounded like cool. a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, you miss a lot of it in the new movies. Like, yeah. and I think Spider-Man: Homecoming. I don't know if he has spider senses at all. He doesn't. Like, it's like kind of this like main thing about him being Spider-Man. Like, that's like almost the number one superpower that he gets from being Spider-Man, and they, it's not used at all. They do talk about it in Far From Home. That like sometimes it's off and stuff, but he, and like he wasn't so fully too. But I I do like it a lot in this movie. But then the organic webs because the the finger gets caught in his hand. So let's see, how many of us like organic webs? You mean coming out of the wrist? Yes. Uh, not me. Luke it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it works for this movie and not any other Spider-Man movie. I don't like it because I don't understand at all like they just show that there's like a like a little thing on his wrist and i'm like i don't understand at all what's going on <laughs> i don't understand how it comes through the suit but it's also yeah. like um for this movie in this universe it kind of makes sense because peter is not shown that he's smart at all in these movies <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. how would he make the web like yeah. because yeah. the way they wrote him i think it makes sense and it helps in spider-man 2 as well because i mean that storyline so i like it but i've always been like number one supporter of, like, non-organic webs, where he yeah. manufactured webs. But for this movie, it actually kind of works. Maybe I will say... Maybe a nostalgic factor. What was the helps. original comics? Original comics was he makes his own webs? Yes. I will say that what I do like about organic webs is you get, kind of, you get rid of that, like, thing where, like, oh, so you're telling me this motherfucker spent this many hours making all these webs and he's just not gonna ever run out. That's what you're telling me? <laughs> And I think you in Amazing Spider-Man he does run out at one point, so I kind of like that. But yeah, I think that kind of takes care of that entire like, like the like the writers and the directors no longer have to worry about that, and I'm fine. And they don't have to worry about ever showing that he's actually intelligent. It's also a setup for Spider-Man too. Yeah, true. And if you think about it, if you just imagine like that, the butthole that spider webs come out of in mm-hmm, normal mm-hmm. spiders you just imagine that on his wrists yeah I, maybe it does come out of his butthole too oh i i okay i'm gonna try to say this without being too explicit and gross matt you haven't seen the gone in 60 seconds one but no. uh jamie and tony got extremely explicit and gross <laughs> i don't even oh, okay. remember i don't so, even remember what happened then. it was grotesque uh, let me just say my question was when peter is getting intimate with a woman Oh, yeah. Is it it's web? spider webs? It's spider yeah. webs. <laughs> no, it can't be spider webs unless there's also that veiny looking butthole orifice on the tip of his penis. I, I think Peter had that before think... he got bit. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think that's the first? Like either his butthole or his pee pee. Like if a spider bit him and the web was looking for a place to come out of, it'd be that instead of a wrist and make it. Well, I don't think. Yes. I don't think that the actual spider web making butthole is the spider's butthole though i think it's like a completely it's separate like a different orifice. thing yeah 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 so if it was like a different orifice maybe like on his like right above his butthole it'd okay be the most believable i i have a spider i have a tarantula and i i don't know how everything works but i have never once seen it poop so I don't even know if it has a Go look. Go look. Right now, I, no, butthole. Go check its butthole and tell us what, what's going on back there. I, well, I, I bet see. you if you spread its cheeks and tongue punch, cheeks. Your way, <laughs> tongue punch your way into that spider's butthole, you will taste a little oh. bit of spider poop. It does, God. <laughs> it does have... Okay, it has these two little things called spinnerets 
that look like tiny little like arms coming out that it uses to spin webs. Do you think that Peter grew those in his pants? Maybe. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Honestly, someone who <laughs> actually knows someone who knows the anatomy of spiders is gonna think we're all dumbasses. Hey, I know that I ha- I can see th- I can see them. I want you to know. We know like, nothing about spider anatomy. It's also it's also like would you guys agree I'm the biggest Spider Man fan here? Yes. I agree. I've yeah. also but like anyone who has is listening and has read any of the comics is gonna think I'm an idiot because I don't actually read all that many comics. So, like, uh-huh. I'm the biggest fan here. I'm like, ooh, I like this because of the comics, but it's, like, one comic, and they have, like, millions of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, gonna, like, we're going to get flamed. You're <laughs> going to get so much hate mail. So, so much hate mail. Honestly, if you have a problem with this podcast, you should just bring it up to Mark, because he's the biggest fan. Yeah, send me some Honestly, hate mail to Podcast at gmail.com. Honestly, you should just show up at his apartment, and his address is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait His a social security <laughs> Hey, but I'm again back to the movie. Okay. <laughs> I like the organic webs in Sam Raimi's universe. Okay, I'm not a supporter. Like, I'm not a supporter except for with these silly ass movies. Okay, I agree. I, with the webs coming out of his wrist, this scene. How did nobody in that cafeteria see the web come out? <laughs> it doesn't of his make wrist? sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Make and sense. then when he's walking away later. Everyone sees it trailing behind him, and nobody questions, like, what in the hell is that? They just look at it like, And then okay. they see Spider-Man I think they just a think month later. Some doofus. But they, yeah. Spider-Man a month later, they'd be like, oh, that's Peter Parker. There's multiple times throughout this Maybe. movie where I don't know how he's not recognized. I, but we'll Also, he does that. a backflip in the hallway, so it's kind of yeah, like, okay. what the fuck? <laughs> when, when I like... Well, yeah. Luke, you can go. He flings the tray back behind literally almost like he no start it. over from the very beginning you have to start over from the very beginning that that was my beginning. that's where he started okay 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 so he flings the tray back and hits flash in the head and it looks like he throws it and mj's like it was an accident but it definitely <laughs> it, no there's looked no like way it was on purpose <laughs> i think she's just diffusing the situation i think she's just i agree i situation. agree she knows like her if you have some ass, so. fucking asshole yeah. Lloyd rage boyfriend you would just say anything to defuse it Okay, but when Truth. Peter's walking out, this is one of my favorite scenes, is, like, the spider sense. And it goes mm-hmm. around to, like, the spitball and the fly, like, all slow. Yeah. I really, really like this. That's and the whole dope. fight scene cool. I like, other than the backflip. I was gonna say, I loved the entire fight scene, except the backflip. I have that. I have it written down as, what the hell backflip. Hold on, I'm watching. I think it's Luke. a three, th- triple backflip? I, Luke, did you have more to it say might be a I think you had more, No. No, I, I do want to point out that he does crazy triple backflips that, like, no human should do. And all the kids are like, okay, they call him a freak, <laughs> but then they yeah. don't know he's Spider-Man. I, which is, you know well, I, I guess because he's a teenager. I but, think that I wrote down the Matrix fight moves, and this movie only came out three years after the Matrix. And there's, like, yeah, doing like thing very Matrixy. It. so I think they were trying to capitalize on it that. It seems like they do that in Amazing Spider-Man also. He literally throws a football... And it damages a goalpost. And nobody, and nobody cares. Okay, <laughs> I will give it credit that, like, the crowd isn't freaking out that much with the backflip, but there's one person behind Peter once he finishes it, and she looks like her mind just exploded. <laughs> okay. So, like, I'll, the, that one person seemed like it, she reacted normally. Oh, speaking of the people behind him, um, there's an extra in this movie that you see in, like, yeah, every movie. Yeah, man, I know. He was, he, you know which one I'm talking about? He was also in The Social Network. Yeah, he has the curly hair. Oh, what? And, yeah. And uh, glasses. He's that guy who was on a Super Bowl commercial one time. It was, like, GoDaddy or something. And that was some him? Some model was, was making GoDaddy. out with him. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. He's in, like, every movie. Yeah. And that was um, cool. Wow. 
Also, during the fight scene, okay, after he punches Flash, he leaves his arm just standing out there for, like, entirely too long. He just stands there with his <laughs> arm extended. It's kind of funny. I like when yeah. Flash, like, tries to punch at him, and it goes by his eyes, and he goes, whoa, which whoa, is, like, totally a Spider-Man cool. comic type of thing. Yeah, I yes. Like that. Very yes. cool. I like um, seeing those videos that puts Tobey Maguire into, like, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier, yeah. That was a good and one. then, oh, my back... Forget that. <laughs> Spider-Man uh, too. Anything else uh, on the Flash fight scene? No. Mm-hmm. But when we get Flash to... okay. flies across the floor, and I like when he flies across the floor, his head hits a teacher, and then the teacher <laughs> drops his food all over Flash's face, and then Toby just like gets away without getting in trouble. Okay, yeah, what... the, te- <laughs> the teacher didn't even get hit that hard. It's almost like he was like trying to dump it on him. Honestly, if <laughs> I had to you? teach Flash, I would too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Say next. Um. And then the next scene is like the well, I'm gonna Maybe like the fully most iconic. Yes, discover the extent of my power scene, and yeah. I want to say the wall climbing scene is like the most cool and iconic scene. I like that. Maybe a lot. out of this. De- whole Danny Elfman was popping off with the music too. Yeah, I like that a lot. I do like that when he looks at his hands, it's like little spider legs coming like out of like all the pores. Because well, it explains it a little bit. In every other thing, it's just like, man, this guy's sticky. As someone who knows a little bit of the anatomy of spiders, um, <laughs> they do have little tiny. They do have little tiny things like that, and that's how they're able to like climb on walls and stuff. So like, it's accurate. And I, I like it because then it kind of explains, like, that they go through his suit. I mean, like, they don't show that, but you could imply. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. in any other one, you're just like, is his suit sticky? How is he sticky through it? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> how like, is he sticky? They don't explain how the web comes out of his wrist through his, like, suit. But, like, yeah. at least they explain, like, how he's sticky, which I liked. I like, yeah, I like the wall climbing scene a lot. And then he's jumping from building to building and going, and just trying to be as loud as possible to draw attention to himself. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> this was super CGI, but I, I like it. It's Honestly, super fun. I think this is a fun scene. Not I that in 2002. I, I was going to say, I think the CGI in this movie for 2002 actually holds up pretty well. It looks better than Spider-Man 3 when he fights. Yeah. Uh, I think the only one. one that doesn't work is like the float scene, like at the parade. Yeah. But all of this is good. Yeah, right. And then... Go when web, he's go. Sh- <laughs> I had Shazam up up and away web <laughs> up up and away is Superman yep. and yep. Shazam is obviously like, it's Shazam. Well, they weren't allowed to use Shazams, but it's Captain Marvel's who was Shazam's. Like, oh, okay. Her name was Shazam, but then they copyright and stuff. But apparently, that was just him saying things. Well, like, well, I thought it was I thought Captain Marvel was like some weird thing, whereas like. There was a Marvel Captain Marvel, and then there was like a DC Captain Marvel, and then they That's, couldn't call oh, I think DC right. Captain Marvel Captain Marvel anymore, and so they had to call it Shazam. Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it's definitely like two different Captain Marvels. Like the Marvel Captain Marvel is the female, like, super alien who, like, is the strongest being in the universe, according to the MCU, and, like, she destroys mm-hmm. everything, but she's just not there all the time for a plot device. And, and, uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel is way then, too OP, but, well, that's a different conversation. And then Captain Marvel in the DC universe is the little kid who, like, gro- turns into a grown-ass So man. much cooler. So, lo- yeah, so much yeah. cooler. I, um, I like how he does the, like, Spider-Man sign, but up, and it doesn't work. <laughs> like... I like how he tries everything, and I like that it's just the one way, because it's iconic, like, yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, so is. I like it. Yeah, it is. Um, yes, I really enjoy that. Um, and then he, he face plants into a billboard or a wall or something. Um, and then he's completely fine. Yep. When he's, and then like, he, walking he's home. He's Spider-Man! He's, no, he has I know he's completely fine, now. but it, it cuts to night, 
thought that was a quick cut, and I liked it. I oh. did like it. I, I liked the shot cut. of the web catching onto the crane. I thought that was it cool. cool. Yes. It was dope. And then we get more confirmation that Peter is the worst nephew in the entire world. Because he made his 104-year-old uncle, uncle paint, paint the entire kitchen, the kitchen himself. Okay, what I do like, though, is that he doesn't freak out. In Amazing Spider-Man, he freaks out, right? Mm-hmm, I like that yeah. he just said dinner's in the fridge. Like, it was I kind of like, like he yeah. didn't really care. Like, it was a nice thing. I like that. Yeah, I, like I that, mean, yeah. I get that you're 60 years old, but you're unemployed now. You got the time. <laughs> okay, so the next scene that I have written down is uh, Peter talks with MJ in the backyard, and it's very much like Hot Rod. Yeah, it is. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's even taking out the trash. I, I think Hot Rod was trying to Rod take out the trash. Like this movie? Because Hot Rod knows what it's I doing. I like this movie. I like <laughs> I, I, seven I feel like this movie knows what it's doing, too, though. Kind of. I hunch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's like, you're taller than I thought. And he's like, I hunch. What? <laughs> Um, it doesn't make any sense because he never. It's oh, I don't like it. I, I don't like this because we get character development for MJ, right? She mm-hmm. and I like the character development. We're finally like learning like some shit about her, but then like Peter's just so fucking weird, and like I don't get how <laughs> they have like any chemistry. Though. They don't. It's really weird. Uh, Tony, the weirdness works if she wasn't so into it. It's just I think it's like an innocence thing because she Some lives with girls an abusive, are into weird guys, man. But she's like lives with her abusive dad, you know, like verbally abusive, maybe more. She has daddy issues. But oh. but and so she might be going to like this innocent boy, but he's so fucking awkward. I don't get it. <laughs> he's terrible. So then Luke needs to find himself an MJ. I, I was going to say that I <laughs> relate. Luke, you're right. That's Toby's why I hate him so much. <laughs> I, I, re- I was watching the movie and I was like, holy crap, I am Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Even at sticky oh, no. hands. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> honestly, if you filmed, I'm mean, like not just picking on Luke, but like a lot of guys in high school. If you filmed like just like the their most awkward interaction, it could be something just like this. Very oh, true. mine are probably like yeah. That. Let's be honest. High school is a weird time. It's a um, fucked up time, and we were all Toby Maguire. We just don't want to admit it. Oh yeah, <laughs> everyone <sure>. was Toby <laughs> Maguire. I, I still am Toby Maguire, so I was. I think I will be Toby Maguire. Uh, you look perpetual. Look, looks like Matthew McConaughey. Acts like Toby Maguire. Yeah, yeah. I look like Matthew McConaughey. Uh, did you know? <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> when you say it, it sounds stupid. <laughs> Did someone tell you that? Brookell. Brookell said she looks like like she sent a side by side of a young McConaughey, and it's like the long neck and the hair. And so Luke. I said I'm <laughs> yes. from Interstellar and Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I thought you were gonna like start walking around doing dazed and confused lines. Like I'm just living, Luke? man. Luke I'll just have existential those... crises, like True Detective, and that's oh, it. okay. Luke has the neck. And the hair of Matthew McConaughey, but the face of Candace from Phineas and Ferb. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be on record as saying that I don't agree. <laughs> I'm just kind of confused by it, but I like it. Candace. Okay. okay. Oh, I, on to uh. the, the main topic. Okay, he said he cries like a baby when she performed, but In that was yeah, great. That, yeah, That's so I was weird. six, Peter, and he remembers... That she was six. Yes. Yeah, oh, that see, also comes but, back but, later. But then, how do they not later know in the each movie? Other? Like later in the movie, Aunt May was like, "You were six, and the first time you saw her, you said, is that an angel?' Just like <laughs> yes, young Aunt. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> this whole 
this whole interaction is so weird because it's like you're gonna light up Broadway and I cry. I mean, he also says he cried like a baby. I thought that was so funny weird. though. I thought it was funny because like I cried like a baby, and then like Peter, that was first grade, and so he's basically a baby. True. Yeah, it was. Just I weird. took it more as creep. Yeah, oh, me too. Well, it's me very too. creep. And then after he's done being a creep, she goes because she has daddy issues. She goes and runs yes. off with Flash again. Um, and it's funny because I think her acting. In, like, these scenes with Tobey Maguire was like, oh, whatever. Or, like, the scenes themselves are just, like, kind of, like, more serious ones. And then Flash Thompson's like, hey, check out my new car. And then she, like, instantly gets happier. And she's like, wow, yeah, that's so cool. And then she, like, <laughs> runs off with him. And then, like, it kind of gives a vibe that she's, like, bored all the time. Except for when she's with Flash Thompson. And then she's happy. I, I do like that immediately after he tries to go look for a car. Because that's a very high school thing to do. <laughs> it yeah, is. So high school thing. Oh, man. That, that montage of the suit drying and looking. I, I, I like that. like it. That was yes, childhood. That, that was is childhood. so good. Okay, that was my favorite childhood But he moment. can draw like a motherfucker. And we never get more of this. Because yeah. he draws it so good. I'm like, dude. He draws Spider-Man perfectly, of course. And you're like, okay, a professional artist did that. But how the fuck did Tobey Maguire Peter Parker do that? No idea. It's part I of his hunch. powers. Well, he's yeah. kind of artsy, right? He's into photography. <laughs> but they should have shown, like, pictures around his room that he's, like, established True. that he's an artist. True. Um, I didn't mind it. I like. I love the car, like, <laughs> like, and the, there's, like, the car, like, filter around it. Not filter, but, like, this whole montage that you're talking about, there's, like, like a car in the in background out. fading yeah. in and out. He literally writes utility belt, crosses it out on the screen. I love this. <laughs> it's yeah. so silly. Love Such this scene. Such a good scene. Such a um, good scene. And then after that scene, Peter is web slinging in his room, and there's like obvious product placement. And yeah, baby. And then he shoots a web at the lamp for no reason. He like pulls it back at him, like he doesn't know it's gonna shatter behind. He yeah, that was a ridiculous. Too. <laughs> oh, real quick, there's a like a black. Uh, Spider-Man suit that had like mm. red eyes, which is a different one from the comic. So right, I kind of like right. that little thrown in there. Ooh. I was like, needs more color. I recognize that one from um, Spider-Man video game. Yeah, that was just super cool, kind of thrown in there, like a uh, little what whatever you call it. And then in this scene when he's got web all over his room, I, I the interaction between Aunt May ooh, and Peter. Ooh, I'm is... sorry. Okay, Real quick, he has a Jumanji poster in the back because oh, does he Kristen, really? Yeah, Kristen Dunst. I didn't even yeah, notice it. So I never, I'm sorry, I have it yeah. on right now. That I just noticed real quick. Um, the conversation with Aunt May through the door is hilarious because he's locked in his room and she's like, he's acting strange. She's like, "What's going on in there?" And he's like, "I'm not dressed," and it doesn't phase her. And she's not like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna need to change all the sheets." And like, yeah, seriously. <laughs> And the amount webs of webs in, in his room is gnarly. How did he get rid of them? No idea. He sucked <laughs> them back up into his butthole. That'd, that'd be good. <clears throat> okay. And then the next really important scene is the Uncle Ben-Peter conversation in the car. Yeah, baby. And I want to just say, this is where we get the with great power comes great responsibility line. Yeah, we do. But it kind of comes a little out of nowhere. Because Uncle Ben doesn't know he has great power. He just knows that Peter won a fight. But Peter's still kind of like a wimpy schmuck. So it's like, what do you mean great power comes great responsibility? Peter's just kind of a normal dude in your eyes I agree. Still. I still like that scene a lot. Oh, it was a bit... Okay, whoever plays Uncle Ben... around fucking up people, though, bro. 
Whoever plays Uncle Ben does Guys, a pretty good job. Apparently, that's a liar. Lot. It's not a Jumanji poster. I zoomed in and it's not, so I'm a big fat fucking liar. Oh, that's you're a Thura? That's a Thura? No, it has the same before. font. It has the same <laughs> font, but like his head was kind of covering it. It lo- it says Invasion, but it has the same Jumanji font. It's so the <laughs> J. The, I look like a J. Wow. I'm sorry. I want. I didn't want people to pause and send me hate mail, so I checked. Well, and now that we know that Mark's a liar, um, <laughs> I, I was just I was saying that. I like Uncle Ben's acting. Like, he's, like, seems really sincere. And he's actually, like, being a good uncle because he's being understanding, too, and Peter's, like, being combative. And Peter just sucks in this scene. He's so just, like, maybe alone. This comes out of nowhere, too. This comes out of nowhere, too. It gives us one of the most emotional lines in any Spider-Man movie. He's like, you're not my father. He says, I know I'm not your father. And then he replies... Then stop pretending to be. This is a very good and heartbreaking line. It just didn't really make sense to Peter say it at this moment because he's never really been (laughs) against Uncle Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Like, same thing with Uncle Ben saying great power. It doesn't come from anywhere. If you take that scene, like, and just that scene without the context of the movie, it's really good. It just doesn't really make sense here. Can I also throw in that um, Uncle Ben is driving the Delta from Evil Dead? Good. I like that. Good. That's cool. My biggest hit pick comes later, and it has to do with... Yeah, I already know what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, Okay, and then so Peter goes to join the cage match. Well, he doesn't know it's a cage match. (laughs) One, the the lady signing them in is Octavia Spencer, which is crazy. And she owned that scene, by the way. She was was in there for, like, I don't know how many seconds, but I liked it Dude, I remembered her from, like, forever ago, because the way she says next for some reason, it's like, I don't know why, but when you're a little... I think she scared me because she's kind of mean. So she was like, next! I was like, God. <laughs> I will say that I'm probably hating because the wrestling match was Fuck in the you. comics. Fuck you. But I don't really like it. Oh, dude. Oh, it's silly. No okay. I love no the wrestling way. scene. This I'm, is one of the best scenes in the movie to me. I'm mixed on it. There are things I like and it's things I don't so like. It's so good. Bonesaw McGraw, Bone dude. Saw. And he's destroying everybody. It's like... That's true. I think it does like early wwe really well yeah and it's just like this like over dramatized over characterized like stupid guy stupid wrestler but it's like so cool he's like oh john mcgraw and he's like beating everybody up and everyone's like kill him yeah i mean my oh. biggest hit pick is that bruce campbell is in it yes and so that's in the wrestling match so bruce campbell owns the scene as the i don't what do you even call that guy uh, just the announcer, yeah. And let and me the just line say, he says, the line he says okay. is so cool too. Which uh, is, I was just gonna say that the wrestling scene is exactly from the comics. It's obviously okay. different with the cage, but I really like that it's like basically the exact same thing. He also, says the human that's spider. That's, that's all you got. Yeah, that sucks. And then he changed yeah. it to be Spider Man. And Bruce Campbell's the reason he's called Spider Man. Which and I, I like that. That's, that's my favorite. So cool. That was I wrote down. The human spider is the worst name ever. Like another, that was yeah. what you said. Another example of Peter just being fucking stupid in these <laughs> movies. I will say that my biggest flaw in this movie is that there's a homophobic joke in the yep. wrestling match that so kind of. Just, it did not age well. I, I agree. <laughs> it doesn't age well. I heard some people defending it saying that... So this... People online were defending it. Saying that, like, it's because Bonesaw is homophobic, but they're just looking too far into it to try to justify it. Yeah, it's it, just... just it, it doesn't need to be in the movie. It just... It, it's distasteful. It's a product of its time that yeah. it, it, it really doesn't age well. It's like, ye. And but, people defending it are just looking too far into it, trying yes. to find a way, which is like, no, they just put it in there because they were trying to offend him. 
Yeah. Um, okay. And then I just I wrote down too that Peter is spiteful and doesn't care about right and wrong at this point in the film. Um, <laughs> well, I, I will say they do okay, that. Wait. Well, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It's worse than Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> it is. But like, well, I will say that. <laughs> like um. I like this entire scene because it adds, like, a lot of background to Spider-Man. He's just not, like, some kid who gets uh, superpowers and then blah, blah, blah. It's, like, underground wrestling. It's, like, a cool, edgy thing for him to be. Mm-hmm. But then he only gets paid, what was it, like, 100, 100 bucks, bucks when he's supposed to 100. get paid 3000 And then this robber comes in and <laughs> robs the guy, which is so weird. He just, like, comes in out of nowhere and robs the guy. And then he's, like, running away. And then Peter Parker lets him get away. I- I will say I that's a bit strange feelings. that he robbed a wrestling match basement. Yeah, this is from the comics, too. But so, okay. what's weird about this is, like, Peter doesn't know his full, full capabilities. He probably could have stopped him, but the guy's running with a gun out. And, True. like, I'm like for me, if the guy's running with a gun out and it's just money, and he could shoot me if I get in his way, I'd probably just be like, take the fucking money. You yeah, know? I like, think I that's, like, another thing, so too, like, about it, right? They should have maybe just had him, money. They should have had the gun out or something like that where it's, like, easier to stop him, but he's just being spiteful. Mark, I'm Some board. other guy's money, too. I'm on board with you on that. I don't think he should have stopped him, but it was the line he says later when he was, like, not my problem. I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> I missed the part, See, he, I missed the part missed the where part. that's my problem. So if he would have just been like, I'm not going to stop him, I'm not going to get killed for you, like, that's no, different I than being spiteful. I love that line. I agree he's being spiteful. Yeah, it's like, if he didn't run with the gun out, it would have made more sense, too. If it was just like, yeah, but the gun, for me, I'd be like, oh, dude, I'm not going to die for your money. Especially the, after you It's kind of like, just like, um any situation when there's like an armed robber and like you're a cashier right you're just gonna give him the money and let him go away because like no human life is worth like what thousands like low thousands of dollars even high thousands wrestling dude but it's like who cares he got away it doesn't really matter the cop says something that no cop the cop says something that no cop would ever say either he says and i quote what the hell is wrong with you you let him get you let him go it's or you let him get away they no cop in their to. right mind would ever say that. They'd be like, get no, out of the way. Let say, him go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, that's what's weird. Uh, real quick, also, with the, I have some hit picks in yeah. the wrestling scene yeah, yeah, before yeah. that. Uh, the girls who were, like, yelling at him when he was walking down scared the shit out of me as a kid because yeah. I was, like, screaming yeah. Yeah, uh, I, like, <laughs> I like how they, like, roll the guy out on the stretcher right in front of him. He's like, oh, oh my, my knee. knee. Oh, my no. My <laughs> knee. Like, no, who sang my knee? Who sang my knee? That was me. Was it my leg? <laughs> it was my legs. I can't feel Tony's my legs. Tony's the Vietnamese knees himself. He knows what the line is. <laughs> oh. He's like, I can't feel my legs. Can I say a nitpick real quick? Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of tied to something later, but he makes his suit later, like with ease. So why is he basically wearing pajamas in this scene? Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's that's another nitpick of mine that we'll get. We'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah, because he used the, he used the hundred dollars he got to make the suit better. He made that with a hundred dollars. He should open a business. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, one more hit pick real quick in the wrestling scene was like the first person shots of him kicking at the camera when it was hitting bone saw. I thought yeah. we were kind of cool shots. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we could go back to where we were at. Okay. okay. How far away was Uncle Ben's car from the WrestleMania place? Was he right in front of it? See, that doesn't make any sense because the library is all the way across the street. Why would he be right? Why would he be? And why would the guy go for his well, car, wasn't that car the same, sooner? I thought that was the same spot except a little bit upwards of where he dropped him off. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because it was like where he dropped them off, except a little bit further up. But don't you think in New York that there'd there'd be be a closer car that he could try to rob? You would think. Yeah. Um, Sure. But Spider Man 3. Don't even. Don't even get into Okay. I, I will say, when Ben is dying, I, was, I thought the acting was really good. And then yeah, was, when he actually dies, so I was like, it was kind of just like a. I was like, oh, okay. I kind of liked so that sad. he all he said was Peter. Like, he didn't. Yeah. Like His acting lines. is good. I yeah. loved yeah. that. That you couldn't I, even I get anything it. out. Like, mm-hmm. I like a lot that. of death scenes are like, oh, I'm going to tell you something, and it's going to be, like, super impactful and stuff. Or, like, the Peter is like, oh, I'm going to apologize for, like, the mean things I said. But then, like, there's no, like, all he gets to say is, Peter, and then he dies. So there's, like, no, like, closure for him. True, true. Which is I why like he that. goes after him, which I kind of like, too. Yeah. Uh, but we do get a really good Spider-Man meme of him crying. Ugly okay. Crying, which I was, is ugly crying number one in this series. I was going to say, Toby's crying never seems realistic, and his face is always really ugly when he does it. <laughs> it's really <laughs> ugly anyway. Okay, that's just kind of mean. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Rude. Rude. So, when he's chasing the carjacker, he just Dude, is, like, he's learning. He's sprinting down the alley. Yeah. I love it. And he's just learning how to, like, swing with his webs, right? And but then when he gets to like the abandoned building, he's like hanging upside down from it, and all of a sudden he's like an <laughs> yeah. expert. I was like, oh, okay, okay, I agree. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but we also get some CGI of him crawling up the walls, which I like. It yeah. looks. I, I think this movie's so like this part's sweet. Yeah, and the yeah. upside down doesn't make sense yet, but yet. like I think it looks awesome. And this whole chase scene is where I'm just like, fuck yeah, this movie is like totally 2002. It was the perfect time to make this movie. The, the silhouettes in the background are really cool. Um, yeah, like yeah, where you, yeah. you can't, you only see his shadow. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool. And what, like, what I like about it is you have the superhero who has the powers of a spider. Like, use it in like a creepy way sometimes. You know, like mm-hmm, in the scene, mm-hmm. use it where like he's like you see his shadow and he's like crawling around on the walls and like he's hanging behind you and like do like creepy stuff like that. I think that's cool. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of Amazing Spider-Man, which is, it's just, like, a unique way they use Spider-Man, was, like, he crawls around Lizard like a spider, which is, like, never done in anything else. You guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I really like that scene, because it's just a unique way to do something. Same thing with, like, the shadows, and making it creepy, like, creeping up on him. I really like it. Especially, yeah, like, especially when you have, like, nine movies or however many it was, like, do something unique with it, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. For sure. And they did for this scene. And then... Okay, so when he is, like, face-to-face with the guy and the guy falls out the window, right? Okay, um, he murders this guy. This he, is murder. This it's is at least manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. um, he murked yeah, this no guy. No wonder why no the one police want to go get him. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing. He's looking out the window. The, the police have their spotlight trained on him. The other people are coming up, and then all of a sudden he's gone. How did nobody see him, like, crawl out or something? Like, everyone He's was Spider-Man, looking at him. Baby. He can do whatever a spider can, Matt Beef. Spider-Man, oh, uh, oh, you're right. So he crawled through a crack. Okay. <laughs> um. it, but, like, he's totally unfazed by killing this guy. I yep. know he just killed Uncle Ben, but it, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. He should have, like... Based on how yeah. creepy he is, I think he that's not the first person he's killed. Yeah, seriously. And the way he looks at him, when like, he's like doesn't even care. And then he, like, goes and sits on a like a balcony or whatever and cries he's just like i like to watch the light go out of their eyes <laughs> <laughs> no, <he's> like, <laughs> but i'm like that's 
he basically murdered this guy. Yeah. Like, it's oh, yeah. his fault that he's dead. And then when it's especially caught later, it's even worse. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, this is weird. Um, and then the next scene is okay. where they're testing... Yes. Uh, new, uh, like, armored weapons. And it's the generals that were talking at Oscorp earlier. Hold on. When he yeah. goes home and hugs Aunt May, he puts his hands, like, on her hips almost at first before he hugs her. Ew. A little bit Really? Weird. I didn't yeah. even notice. Ew, Strange. Like, Ew. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, uh, ooh, Aunt May. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I didn't Whoa, if it was Marissa that. Tomei, like, no, it no, makes no, sense. No, 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 it's better it than it's Marissa not. Tomei it's it's like, he likes the older. <laughs> I, I was gonna say that, so, like, the first half of this movie, I, I enjoyed I think the last half is why I rated it low like a hater, because this is where you get to MJ always needs a guy, Yep. and then Green Goblin. Yeah, I hate, I hate her. And Green Goblin, I uh, kind of, like, I liked all the scenes where he's, like, split personality. I liked that a lot, but then I don't really understand what he's doing. Yeah, so, uh, Green Goblin's cool, man. So when he blows up, like, and kills the general and all those people. I hate the scene. I actually I don't like scene. that scene. It goes way too quick. It just kind of happens. And also, though, like, that's, it's another part where he <laughs> clearly, like everyone knows he kind of has bad blood with that general because he, like, denied him funding. How is he not a suspect? He's building weapons that could <laughs> have done that. I know. But I think it's so funny. Wait. I think <laughs> the fact that it's short and happens so quick, I thought it was funny. He's like, Oh, hey, we're testing. Oh my god, it explodes! So, oh, so, so I think it works with showing short for the Green Goblin part of it because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Green Goblin, don't show him a lot. But the problem is, it cuts immediately to his graduation. So yep. the, the scenes in order are crying Uncle Ben died, Green Goblin, yep. real quick, he's and graduating happy graduation. and happy. And it's like and the pacing's like, bad that's, here. That's why like, I mentioned pacing more, right here. They that's need true. more in between with like the Green Goblin stuff. I also just hate the way the thing looks that goes and flies in the air that the Goblin kills. <laughs> I don't it, looks, know. it looks stupid. It, it looks like Obadiah Stain from... Dude, totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> um... When they cut back, like, after the graduation, and, like, he's, like, It did have home. a cool transition. It did have it a did, cool transition. It did, and then has, I just wrote, bad, bad, bad Peter crying scene. Where you just, like, pan around him as he does this fake crying that looks really bad. See, another thing where it's, like, he's crying again. Put this scene maybe before the graduation? Before the graduation. Like, yeah. It's weird. At the graduation, Flash and Mary Jane break up, and Harry... And then Harry, Harry becomes her next boyfriend. Yep. He swoops in. James Franco is such an interesting choice. I want to be in that room and just... <laughs> like, what did he do in his fucking audition to get him this role? When did he play James Dean in that movie about James Dean? It might have been right before this, so they Man. saw him and were like, Dude, ooh, he's like yeah. moody, let's get him. Dude, he's worse at the sequels, too. Oh my god, he's <laughs> bad. Do you remember Wait, when he just oh, disappears at the cafe? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Tony. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and then, this is where it, I bring up, but Peter makes the suit so fast, and it's like, I don't even know but how I, he did that. But uh, I, controversial, maybe my favorite suit in any live action. I, I do like his suit. Uh, it is a good suit. controversial, but I might agree with you. <laughs> I like it. Honestly, I maybe it Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man yeah. 2 okay. and this are the two best. Amazing Spider-Man 1 has, like, the worst suit. I agree. The eyes were yeah, like, uh, controversial yeah. opinion. I like. I hate the suit, but I like it because it's more realistic. Okay, for him making uh. it, it looks like a basketball. Okay, I'll um. agree, but it feels like what you would like a full first comic would be. Is I that, like his so. pajama suit that he wore to the wrestling match. I think he should have kept that. <laughs> yeah, he should have kept that. The suit I, is uh, pretty iconic here. I I really like the suit though. I it's like the stupid Tom Holland. I really. I like that Tom Holland suit is like the comics with the little spider. 
I, I like the eyes too because you can and have express. But I really like the. But the I way like this, this one. Yeah. 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 Maybe Tom Holland's Tom Holland Spider Man suit is like so futuristic in like a weird kind of way though. I like that mm-hmm. they tried something different though. I agree because we've had too much of the same. But I will agree with you, Tony. Like I really like the simplicity of this one. It doesn't capture the classic Spider Man. Okay, I can feel that. You know what the next scene is? The introduction of the greatest yeah. character in the entire movie. J. Jonah Jameson Jr. Yeah, baby. He's so good. He's <laughs> and so good at it. One of the first lines we hear is someone telling him, your wife's on line one, and he picks the phone and hangs it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I love I, him so I, much. J.K. Simmons uh, is the S. Iconic. Yes. <laughs> like, I, everyone who hates Spider-Man 3 is like, at least he was in it. Like, right. that's like the yeah. one thing saving that movie. It's just like his two scenes, because he's so good. Has the craziest haircut and mustache I have ever seen. Yes, oh yes. my god, dude, he's so like the cop. Like, I know I'm not the biggest comic fan, but I was reading the one. He's like literally the embodiment of what you would think, and that, I think that's why so many people liked him. And then he's also just owning it. Like, future, he's so yeah. much into it. I love it. He's future so Oscar winner, J.K. Simmons. I know, dude, but he should have won it for this. This is incredible. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> Scarier than in this than Whiplash? Yeah. Oh no? my god. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, is okay. it, isn't the background assistant. Is it Ted Raimi? Or is that the... Yes, that the... it is Ted Raimi. Yes, yes. Did he help write uh, Army of Darkness? Was that him? Was he, he, did he write it? If he did, then he's a fucking G. He's also in Ash vs. Evil Dead at one point. Nice. Um, I'm gonna rewatch those movies. I wanted to point out, too, there is an underutilized Elizabeth Banks in this movie. And this is very much yes, I, underutilized. I wanted to talk about her character real quick, because mm-hmm. he, she was like... Uh, that character was like Peter's first girlfriend. Okay. Uh, yeah. In the comics. Betty, and her character in the new ones is the blonde one that Ned got with in uh, Far From Home. Oh, oh no way, really? really? Yes, that's Betty. Yes. So they oh. went that way with their character. So I really like that it's the same character, totally different. That. So yeah, yeah, that's that's her, and it was his first girlfriend, but I like that none of these have her as the girlfriend, so I think it's kind of I like that there's like a subtle nod to like their relationship when Peter's talking to her. But then he, like, ruins it by being, like, he's super so awkward. awkward. And he's like, I'm a photographer. Yeah. Like, I can see that. It is yeah. weird. Parker, I'm a photographer. I, it is weird, I'm, but I like that, like, it might be a little bit subtle. Like, maybe when he was younger in high school, they kind of knew each other and she graduated sooner. Something or like he that. he knew her yeah, and she didn't yeah. know him. But it's I cool. Like I think that it, like, it's a nod to it. She's like, welcome to blah, blah, blah. Oh, speaking of nods, there's just a throwaway, throwaway line where Jameson says, Eddie's been on it for weeks. And it's the first time Eddie Brock's name is dropped. In the yes, <gasps> I like this. Topher Grace is in the world. So they had that in yes. there from the beginning, and I was like, oh, that's cool. cool. I didn't know that's that cool. before. Yeah, this is, I, I really like that. I mean, and then it ends up being Topher Grace, so it's a little bit stupider. Okay, but. Topher Grace was fine as Eddie. He was bad as Venom. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The voice, like, what about, oh, God. What about the random... Game. There's, like, some random line where, like, uh, they're talking... J. Jonah Jameson is talking with Peter Parker... About like him not being able to be an employee, and then he says like the best I can do for you is meat. I could get you Christmas. Oh, meat. we'll get to that. I have that written <laughs> yeah. down. It's the best I can I, offer. You. I'll send you a nice bucket of Christmas meat. <laughs> <laughs> I I wanted to say before we go. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The Ivan Ramey wrote Army of Darkness with Sam, oh, and he's the okay. older brother of Sam. How many Ted. are there? I I don't know. <laughs> as many as there are of us. Oh, okay. That, that makes Probably. Sense. <laughs> um, 
Wait, so Ted Raimi doesn't do anything and just kind of stands in the background? So he's Luke. He's the Luke He's an actor, yeah. (laughs) Does he have the face that looks like Candace? (laughs) (laughs) Weirdest comp I've ever heard. Uh, The next scene is where MJ's walking out of a diner, because she's working there, and Peter is most definitely stalking her again. And she doesn't really, yeah. Oh, yes, he, but he's not because yeah, yeah. his eyes go wide because he didn't know. So he's actually not. That's true. He's yeah, he follows so her later when he takes two buses and a taxi to get to the city. In that this, was yeah, when he yeah, followed yeah, yeah. her. This in the, wasn't. In the small town of New York City, he just happens to run into his crush. Put some respect on his name. He's okay. Spider-Man. So He's goddamn respect. Spider-Man, Matt. <laughs> okay, Topher Maguire. Topher Maguire. Topher Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Topher Maguire Spider-Man. So, uh, first off, they just stop and talk in the middle of the street. For one. Well, yeah, that was I thought she crossed the street and she was on his sidewalk. They they weren't on the sidewalk. They it's were like, like where, where cars park. park. Yeah. Uh, They're still I, in the street. I think it's a weird blocking yeah. issue. I think they probably yeah. needed the camera and the set to... Yes. Like, I, I um, think that's why. I do enjoy, there's a whole don't tell Harry thing that comes oh, back that later. Comes back. That goes I think it's strange. Like it is strange. I think it's I strange that Green Goblin says that. But MJ is dating makes him. Sense. MJ yes. is dating Harry and like, don't tell him about my job. Like, okay, don't, don't tell, tell Harry was strange. I, don't, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I, I never, like I never, <laughs> I never knew that like, that line was said before Goblin says it later. So I was like, oh, what? They dropped that earlier? So it was. But it's not really a callback if a different person says it is. That's fair. Yeah. His flirting in the scene is the cringiest thing. Agreed. In the world, and he says something. He says Harry doesn't live on a little place I like to call Earth, and that is the worst line I have. Well, I it's like not the worst it. line in the movie, but it's pretty bad. I, I, like, I like it. it. Ironically, it's stupid. <laughs> it's like it's it dumb, but it kind of the whole, but the whole scene is bad. So who it, cares? True. Yeah. Um. Oh, in the next scene, when uh, Harry's talking to Peter, I don't know. Okay, is Peter lying when he says Doctor Connors fired me? I don't know. Okay, so this one's weird because I think he's telling the truth, but then it's different in the sequels. It's like it's almost retconned in the sequels. So in Spider-Man is Two, isn't yeah. Kurt Connors his professor? It is, and yeah. Tony Kurt Connors is the lizard in Amazing Spider-Man. So that's a callback to him because that's, he and yeah. they show him in the in Spider-Man Two and he only has one arm. Wasn't uh, so when Spider-Man Four was still supposed to be a thing? Wasn't it going to be Vulture and Lizard? I was think Kurt so, Connors but apparently he wanted to do one of them for Spider-Man Three, and they were like, "No, you have to do Venom." And so, like, I, I, I think see. I think he wanted to do Sandman and like I don't know, but uh, yeah, he wanted to do them at some point, but then it got scrumped. I see. Uh, well, anyway, it was weird because I didn't know if he was just, like, lying to cover where he was and that he was talking to MJ or if it was real. Yeah, they definitely talk but... in the second one as if he's just a student. So I exactly. don't understand. He must have been lying. Oh, I, I bet he, Oh, you know what it was? He was probably saying he had an internship with Dr. Connors so that he could go be Spider-Man. It's that whole, like, oh, Stark internship. It's yeah. just not okay. super explained well. It, it mm. wasn't. Um, but then we cut back to the Daily Bugle again. And... J. Jonah Jameson's still a gem, but nobody questions how Peter can get such good pictures of Spider-Man. They're, like, right yeah, up in his don't. face. It's amazing <laughs> pictures of Spider-Man. It doesn't make any sense, but I like it because it's, like, from the comic. Like, yeah. I like it. It's silly, and but, like, he says that they're friends, so he's letting him. So I guess it kind of explains it, but you would suspect him number one, so... I. 
there's a good interaction where J. Jonah Jameson is like, these are crap, I'll give you 200 bucks. And then Peter kind of calls his bluff and was like, all right, I'll take him back. And he's like, fine, sit down, 300. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's a good yeah. scene. There's, <laughs> another, there's yeah. another one like that in Spider-Man 2 we'll talk about in a couple weeks. Um, that was really and good. then there's the whole, I'll send you a nice bucket of Christmas meat. That's where that comes <laughs> <laughs> Favorite line of the film. <laughs> um, and then awkward interaction that we already talked about with Elizabeth Banks. This was the year yeah. after Wet Hot. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, so God. she might not have been big. That's why she wasn't really utilized. Because probably, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. And then so that's pretty much all that happens there. And then we see a boardroom meeting at Oscorp, where they say <laughs> we're going to sell the company after the not Macy's Day parade. I, I don't even know what the parade is for, but Unity Day. What is that? Unity Day parade. Um, either way, they he has a freak out when they say they're going to sell after the parade, and then the I, goblin shows up at the parade, and nobody's like, "Do you think that's Norman?" I. I <laughs> I kind of, I'm not going to say this is a, this is a con. I kind of like, so the TV show Succession is all about that, basically, okay. with companies selling, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and there's so much that goes into it, and they're just kind of like, yeah, no, it's goodbye. not. <laughs> they've, been doing, they've been doing it behind his back, that's why. It isn't uh, as simple as yeah. a board just Luke, being like, It's a kid's see. movie, Luke, you want to see this. That's why I'm saying it's not a con, I just was like, oh, I see. I, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about the parade scene, too. Um, okay, okay, okay. So the goblin attacks that day. Um, I don't Norman, like the music playing. Sorry. I, I, apparently, <laughs> I think apparently it was somebody who was, like, a big artist at the time who was kind of like a one-hit wonder. Because okay. I didn't recognize them. But I didn't like it. Um, I didn't know. MJ is wearing very culturally appropriated <laughs> Chinese garb. Correct. Yeah, correct. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. Um. And her and uh, Harry have, like, no chemistry. So I don't know if she has chemistry with anyone in the movie. Not her uh, fault. Not her fault. Not her fault. Not her fault. Because so, we've seen her in Fargo with Jesse Plemons. Oh, Mwah. gosh. And they're married in real Mwah. life, though, so they yeah. do have chemistry. Yeah, and you can um, tell, like, because they're really good off each other, so. My question when Goblin is attacking is, if he has bombs that can disintegrate people, why doesn't he always? <laughs> into skeletons. Into By skeletons. the way, that's yeah. Army of Darkness so if I've cool. ever seen it. Yeah. Um, I God. love how cheesy that is. That is one of those cheesy things I absolutely love, but I agree. He should use those with every single person yep. all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, so when Peter's like, oh, I gotta be Spider-Man, he's running through the crowd, and he opens up his shirt to show Superman the Spider-Man style in front yeah. of everyone. How does nobody yeah. be like? I know everyone's panicking, but like they would the see. Scene. They yeah. would see though. It is a cool scene because it's like Superman, but like it's everyone would only see to you. like do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the quickest Stan Lee cameo in existence. Yeah. No, no so, it's shorter in Spider-Man Two. Oh, is it really? Is it, it is. Yep. When did Fantastic yeah. Four come out? Two thousand five. Five. Okay, because that's when he was like the mailman, and he actually had speaking lines. Yeah. I believe. I think this was like the first one. That were there, like, hey, can you come in there? Because you made the comics. Oh, because yeah, in Spider Man Three, which is two thousand seven, he he had a full line, so like a um, monologue, and basically. The dumbest kid in the world is at this parade, uh. and he just stands there as he's about <laughs> no, to be crushed. No, Matt, the dumbest kid in the world is the one in Amazing Spider Man Two to face the Ryan. <laughs> yes, I know. No, no, okay, never mind. The second dumbest kid in the world is Thank at you. this parade. Um, I thought and, it was a dumb kid too. Uh, yeah, it's like really stupid, but I kind of understand where like. In a situation, you would, like, freeze. Yeah, yes. but he didn't look panicked at all. He just kind of looked like, what? That's he true. looks dead inside. Yep, yep. and he probably <coughs> is. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus <right>. Christ. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you have any more before this, but when MJ is swinging with Peter, there's this really bad shot where it's clearly like a Spider-Man mannequin with his arm out because he doesn't move at all. And her hair is blowing the wrong way in the wind. I didn't even notice. I that. did not notice. The only notice. the only reason I've noticed is because I've seen people bring it up before. But once you see that, you like can't unsee it. You're like, that's clearly a dummy. And it's oh not yeah, I just I just saw his head is like moving with his arm, like it's not. Moving. Yeah. Uh, real quick at like the parade, I liked like Spider Man fell at one point on the mm-hmm. ground and he like flipped around really quick. Oh and, I, like, yeah. I there's that. also a scene yeah. where he like goes up against the wall and he like flips around. And uh, when he dives off to save MJ, he, like, puts his hands up like a diver, like a swimming diver, and then jumps <laughs> off like he's, like, diving into water. It's so stupid, but it worked. When uh, when he saved MJ, uh, I have in my notes, good thing this isn't Andrew Garfield. Oh, shit. Don't even. <laughs> God. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> okay. How does, how does MJ not recognize Peter's voice? When they're talking uh, later. He doesn't disguise it at all. She's been talking to him recently. And he says the same kind of dumb, corny shit that he says to her normally. So how is she not like, Peter? MJ, well, MJ like, is just... I don't know what she is in this movie. She's definitely not a person. A dunce. Yeah. Not a dunce. That's also like uh, good one. any like superhero thing, though. Yeah. You could almost uh, say that about anything. That's fair. I'll agree. I do wish she would have changed it a little bit. But maybe it's just like... there's It's that whole thing with Clark... Clark Kent. There's no yeah. way he could be it. It just sounds like him. Well, like, also, okay. There's a there's a Superman. Apparently, I was listening to a podcast. They were talking about this. There's a Superman, uh, mo- like comic or show where they mentioned it, and every time someone kind of sees him, they're like, "Hey, man, you look like Spider Man, or you uh-huh. look like Superman." Like, uh-huh. where they just say it to him because it's not <laughs> like because like he's like he has glasses on and he's just like a normal guy. So, like, yeah. dude, you totally look like him. Like, so they acknowledge it. They just never suspect right. it's actually him. I like that. Okay, so at like this parade scene, did you also notice that um, Harry got hit in the head with like a slab of concrete the size <laughs> of a pumpkin? <laughs> And then in the next scene, he has, like, one Band-Aid and just a little scratch. Like, uh, I, <laughs> He should have had amnesia, am I right, boys? He should have oh, had, like, a caved-in yeah. skull. Um, oh, and I don't know if you guys noticed that Peter sits like an absolute tool in the chair in this scene. He's, like, sitting on the side of it. Like, the chair is open. <laughs> but he's, like, sitting on the side of it with yeah. his feet in the chair. It's really I weird. I also noticed that. I did not. He's, uh, he's doing, like, a Spider-Man type of, like, pouncing pose. Yep. And Harry, that's what I thought, to be honest. Harry is a dick to MJ on the phone. Um, which uh, continues his I trend. like his little band-aid for that concrete slab. <laughs> it's like a small band-aid on his temple. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that scene is kind of useless, except to show that uh, MJ likes and... Spider-Man now. Yeah, MJ mm-hmm. and uh, Harry are on the rocks. Yeah, um, but Harry totally left her on that ledge, so... like, uh, he, Yeah, he... He got knocked out like a pussy. Oh, well, <laughs> like, I think he saw her down there and then got knocked out, didn't he? Oh, that's like, true. He, didn't he jump kind of, like, backed away. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the next scene where Norman is talking to the goblin in the mirror is amazing. I like, oh, that's yes, my I favorite this. scene. That's, that is so That's my good. favorite. It's so uh, good. Best part. That it's was good. so comic booky. I love it. And, yeah. oh, that, I like that part a lot. Defoe owns it, dude. So, like, you know oh, how everyone it. seems like they don't want to be here? 
Mm-hmm. He wanted he it want. so bad that he, like, <laughs> like, they said the studio didn't want him or something, and he, like, just sent in an audition anyway, and then kept, like, calling Sam Raimi. Like, it was stuff like that where he was, like, and then he was, like, I know you guys killed me off, but if I could come back, anyway, <laughs> I want to be in this. And so, like, there's flashback scenes, like, reshot, like, new scenes in Spider-Man nice. 2 and 3, like, because he just loved it so much. I'm like, yes, he's I fucking like owning it, and I love that That's he wants great. to be in it. Yeah. He's That's my favorite great. part of the movie. But How could you hate and this Jay movie after that? How could you hate Dude, this Dude, like, that? that's what's so great about him. I just wish he had a little bit more sympathetic as a character, but he owns the performance. True. So, and, okay, so now the next scene, they're back at the Daily Bugle, and uh, J. Jonah Jameson is trying to make out Spider-Man to be a villain, which is a trend that will continue, uh, and this is where it starts. Yes. And there's a great interaction where Peter says, that's slander, and J- J- Jameson goes, it is not. I resent that. Slander is spoken. In print, it's libel. <laughs> so he's like, not, <laughs> yes. not denying that it's libel, but he's like, get it right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm lying in print. <laughs> he's so good. God, he just owns it. And then he's bouncing off Tobey yes. Maguire, and they cut, and it's like, <laughs> how are you guys even in the same movie? <laughs> I think I laughed out loud when he says, you don't trust anyone. And he goes, I trust my barber. And then I just look yeah. at his haircut, yeah. and I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I also love when he, he throws out his cigar, and it just flies back in because of, I love how Goblin just caught it. Was just like, he caught it, and him. then... I love that. Yeah. <laughs> just threw it back at him. Oh, so okay, good. and Jameson proves that he's a real one, because he doesn't give up Peter. He's like, who takes a picture yeah. of Spider-Man? And he yeah, lied. He, he was not. like, they just get sent in the mail. I was like, you're a real That's one. That's true. It's one of those, like, he's, he's a douche, but then, like, he's actually not a bad guy. Like, yeah, he'll protect you, him. You show, like, your true colors, and he's actually nice. And then I like how Spider-Man webs his mouth right here, too. Yep. That's okay, cool. wait, yeah. how does yeah. Peter get outside and changed without one Spider-Man. anyone He can do anything him. a spider can, I keep forgetting. Matt, if, if your tarantula changed clothes when you were sleeping, would you notice? It probably no. does. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, when... Uh, when the goblin takes Peter and they're like on that roof, <laughs> he slaps him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps him in the head, and then the whole scene, the goblin is standing like he's pooping his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> one thing hey, I kid. like, one thing I like about this is the fact that you can see his eyes. The the things come down. You can see his eyes, so it's more Willem Dafoe. I just would have liked this performance if it was just him. Oh you yeah, know. most definitely. But I oh he also apparently did ninety percent of the stunts himself, and well, so he would, Willem Dafoe wanted to do. He said, "I want to do all the stunts myself." I love <laughs> he's this such, man. He's such a guy. I love him. And uh, apparently, the suit was like five hundred and eighty pieces, so it took like over half an hour to put on or something just every piece of it and he just oh was like God. he wanted it because he liked it so much. So yeah. I like that. I just like so I like that you can see his eyes. Give it more Dafoe. Oh, yeah. Dude. Okay, and then we get to where Peter is, like, a legit stalker. And oh, he yes. admits it to MJ, because he's like, I yes. took a bus and whatever two, to get over here. Two buses here. and a taxi. Yep. <laughs> um, and this is an iconic scene, too. And well, I was going to get before that. I was okay, going to say, I thought it was funny. Because she's like, she auditioned for something, and then she didn't get it. And then she said, they said I needed acting lessons. Oof. Oh, sick burn. Which... Which is, <laughs> should have said that to Tobey Maguire, but um, it's it's so weird. It's so weird because, like, then she did get acting lessons and she acts on the next movie and on yeah. Broadway. 
Like, what and the then, fuck? But, but then was they tell her she sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, we'll get into that. But the fact okay, that okay. she sucks at singing in three, why didn't she just go back to acting? She's successful enough to start singing. If they hate her singing, just start True. acting again. What the fuck? Ugh, okay, never mind. That's three. That's three. That's different times. Spider-Man 3. One of my comments on this, you know, the fight in the alley scene is, it must be cold in that alley. Because yeah, they really they really did a, MJ like, dirty. That was oh, excuse yeah. me, kids movie, That's kids what, like, movie. We def- can't talk about that. You can tell that they intentionally didn't have her wear a bra for it. Though. Yeah, that's what I don't like. It's like okay, you can tell yeah. the costume department or whoever was like, don't do it. You know, like it, just. Ugh. It's just weird. It looks like a fembot from Austin Powers with the. <laughs> it's just I, yeah. I hate that it's totally intentional. Um, I I, I want to ask: Does Peter always wear his suit underneath his normal clothes? Yes, because mm-hmm. yes, he's of course he's, he's Spider Man. Nah, he's Spider Man. Okay, he, he took the time to take his normal clothes off, so he could have taken two seconds to put on his mask. But he chooses to fight without his mask. Yeah, that was stupid. But yeah, I agree. He I was does, like, he does like a double back punch and they fly through the windows <laughs> that was sick that was good also it takes him literally two seconds to then put on his mask which he should have just done before because it's like yep. immediately he comes down yeah. with the mask on i also want to say for either the third or fourth time that mj is kind of a floozy like she's so I, quick I, I, I hate that they don't it, give her any like justice any character it's, like at all uh, she likes think, peter but she's dating harry but she likes but spider-man but she was Spider-Man. dating flash but then she's like and then it's, it's same thing in the other in like the sequels i'm like what are you trying to portray here yeah, like I, w- I was gonna say they had three movies to get it i know better, it's like and they don't give do the it. woman character like make her independent like Gwen Stacy she's independent yes, and a yes. badass and wants to be there and not going around to different guys all the time like two-timing everybody yep and it's just like what are you trying to did, portray here? I don't like I don't like it did you notice how much the veins on Tobey Maguire's neck were standing out because he was hanging upside down I for did. Yeah, I, like I did I like that he actually did it like I like but I, they actually kissed in the rain and he had trouble breathing because it'd go up his nose and shit I like it yeah. Real but dedication. Iconic to scene. Very Almost iconic. The yeah. most iconic scene. Yep. I, the, this yeah. was what was on the back cover of our yes, VHS. It is. This yes, scene, it was. Not even like the crawling up the wall. What it was a that. great scene. So, yeah, great scene. Um, but, but it, m- more bras because, needed. Yeah. Um, more bras and more character, more character development. development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After uh, this, we get into my favorite scene. Oh, the building fire? I loved the building fire. Okay. I, dude, the scream is maybe the best thing <laughs> in any movie so ever. Before much. the scream, there's a lady outside who says, my baby's in there. Why the fuck are you outside Okay, then? I have an <laughs> like, irresponsible, irresponsible mother leaves baby in burning building. Or she, yeah. yeah, so it's either she left to go do an errand and left her kid at home alone. Her and baby. Just coming back. Her baby or she alone. left and was like, oh, fuck, I have a baby up there. Yep, bad either. Or... Or maybe the husband was up there with the baby, and the husband burnt to a crisp, but she only cares about the baby. True, but one of these firefighters looks like John Bernthal, so. (laughs) Really? I didn't even notice. (laughs) He looks like, yeah, the one that's standing right next to the bad mom. Oh, man. Okay, wait, Um. so so this happens, and then the police come, and they're going to stop Spider-Man, but they hear a scream coming from up there, and then Spider-Man's like, I have to go save them, and then the cop's like, 
I'll be here waiting for you when you get back. And he's like, I won't be back. And then he goes up there and he's in this building fire. He's searching for the scream. Oh, what is that? A grandma wrapped around in a shawl. Oh, <laughs> I love everything about her. this. And the screams are coming for her. He walks over. Boom! It's the green goblin. <laughs> so, okay. I love that the cop lets him go, even though he's like, he's wanted, right? Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that the cop lets him go to go help someone. Yes. Oh, yes. I love that. God. God and just the goblin is so that goofy in this movie. Goblin. <laughs> so wait, why did he run down the building? Oh my god! <laughs> I, just uh, to what? lure, sp- I think just to lure Spider-Man out. I don't know. Yeah, but, so did he want to kill him, or did he? But I thought he wanted to like uh, turn him. Again. This is where he. This is where he learns. Like he lures him out to get his answer to see if Spider-Man wants to join or not. Ah. My, okay, my question is, how does how does the goblin make old lady noises? Is he making those uh, noises? Does he have a record? He's totally Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he's totally Willem Dafoe. He's been practicing that for months in the mirror. It's not Norman. It's not Green Goblin. It's Willem Dafoe. I love this stream. It's so stupid. And the fight. He flips around. The subsequent fight is awesome, too. Like, I love the, like, jumping around all the blades. When he, yes, when he the twists spidey the sense? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Also a good fight scene. Okay. So that w- that's when it cuts his arm, right? And then, yeah. so that leads to, like, Does it zoom in on his eye, too, when he does it? I don't remember. Maybe I not here. Remember. Maybe not here. But, uh, that, that leads to, like, when he's hiding back at the apartment and the blood drops, right? Like, yeah. that's because it, of it that. It zooms in on his mask, yes. During yeah. It, so, yeah. Um, uh, my question is, how does Norman hear or feel that blood drop? Because he's Green Goblin, baby. Oh, okay. Well, it definitely seems like he has spider sense for a second there. Something like that, yeah. I was like, well, oh. It also looks like tomato juice. Also, like... Fucking hater. <laughs> I feel like if you heard a drip in your house, like just one drop, you'd probably be able to do it in like a dead silent room where like nothing's happening and then one drop like... Bloop. But usually... You'd probably it hear it. Usually it doesn't make like a sound unless... How'd it, you do that? That was incredible. How'd you do that? <laughs> do it again. I, I, I can do it with my mouth. Do it again. Do Oh my god! Wow. See, um, wow. If it usually, sounded like that, I would have been like, "That makes wow. sense." But it made like no sound. It does. Yeah, it would only make that sound if it fell into another puddle. It just fell like onto the floor, so you probably wouldn't hear much of anything. Uh, um, I don't remember if his room was carpet or not, but he could probably still hear like something. It was in not a dead carpet, quiet room. And that's how he was okay. able to yeah. hear it. But it was. That's I found I it thought. strange. Yeah, and then we get. Like, yeah, go on. Sorry. I, I also say, feel like it was a. Uh, green goblin type of thing too because it like kind of triggered him because it kind of triggered him well now we get the best line of the entire movie (laughs) when peter comes back in and has to find an excuse for why he's late so he said sorry i'm late i had to beat an old lady with a stick to get these cranberries (laughs) that is a great a plus line a plus dude i can only think that that was not in the script and Raimi told him to say it on the spot because he thought it was hilarious like there's no other explanation have you guys seen that video where it's like avengers end game and they're like it's like the title is like calling spider-man to help fight thanos or whatever and like it's the scene where there's like these circles coming around and everyone's like piling through to fight thanos and toby mcguire pops out (laughs) one of the the holes and he's like sorry i'm like i had a beer (laughs) 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 that's a great line i don't know where it came from oh no it was my favorite toby mcguire it was funny He's saying it. He's like, I had to beat a grandma with a stick to get this. And then it was an Infinity Stone. And then yeah. Captain Marvel comes down and gets it from him. And is like, thanks, Peter Parker. 
Oh, that's good. I think that is on par with uh, you want forgiveness, get religion. Oh, truth. <laughs> They're both yep, so good. Yep, yep, yep. And my back. My back. <laughs> Dude, okay, did anyone else notice how fake looking this turkey looked during this scene? I was like, that it was is the fakest turkey fake. I've ever seen. Very fake. Dude, Aunt May sucks. She sucks at cooking. She sucks as a character. I fucking she slapped hate, his hand I so hard. Fucking I fucking like hate Aunt May. Okay, I do, I do like how she slapped his hand. But I but hate man. her. Dude, she sucks in Spider-Man 2, she, especially. She, so She makes the turkey look like the fake turkey from Arrested Development that was in the, <laughs> the actual home. fake turkey. Yes. <laughs> also, but... Like, I love that she slaps his hand, but it's also, like, why? Like, yeah, I know. Just tell then, him, wait till dinner. Like, you're so rude. Because they're supposed to say grace first. Just well, so bam, rude. Right in the hand. <laughs> and then Luke he knows licks about his fingers, that. like, seductively. He's yeah. like... Yeah, yeah Luke, <laughs> Luke, how would you feel if this guest in your house was Willem Dafoe, and he didn't want to say grace, Luke? Yeah, Luke would probably slap Luke, his hands, too. Luke, would you slap Willem Dafoe's hand if he didn't say grace before dinner? True. I would, uh, <laughs> I would want to hold his hand. Luke would make him repent during grace. Sins. Why is he picking at it with his fingers anyway? <laughs> also, why is okay, Peter like, wearing a long sleeve shirt and then doesn't like button it to where you can see the scar, <laughs> like the cut? Obvious, fucking weirdo. No, wait, no, it was buttoned. The, no, it was buttoned. The blood was. Out. It was bleeding through. The shirt was buttoned. No, 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 no! It was I'll send you a picture. Through, and then Aunt May cuffed it. Oh, and then Aunt May, Aunt May, like, May cuffed it, it. Okay. Oh, so yeah. again, Aunt May is the fucking villain. I fucking <laughs> love Aunt May, villain of the film. <laughs> and then, okay, so Harry proves that he's a bad boyfriend in this scene because he does not defend his girlfriend at all. When Norman is yeah, like, he defends she's his after yeah, Norman, dead, yeah. Yeah. Norman calls her a gold digging bitch, and Harry just takes it, and then later, and, and then like, defends him to MJ. Yeah, like, and yeah. he's like, "You heard that?" I'm like, "You guys are screaming." The in a door hallway. was opening. <laughs> they were screaming. <laughs> and then uh. he's like, "He'll be. He's a bigger man than I'll ever be," or something like that. And it's like, "Well, that look. That's a look into your future if you ever date yep. Harry forever." Like, oh god, I she should have broken up with him. Right there. Right then and there. I know. I, uh, I don't like it. Oh, the next scene is when Norman is crawling on the ground and talking to his goblin mask, and it's I psychotic, like it. and I love I like it. it. Yeah, I like it a lot. So good. <laughs> it's, he's like, it's almost like they were like, how do you want to do this scene? And they're like, you want to do your walking back and forth? He's like, I'm crawling on my hands and knees, and you can't convince <laughs> me otherwise. <laughs> it's so good. I don't... It, it's like worshiping it, and I love that they did. Like, yeah, it was the way, great. It's great. But by the way, I paused that to do something, and on Amazon Prime, it listed Willem Dafoe twice as <gasps> Norman Osborn and Green Goblin, not yes, even with Luke, a he slash. Plays both. Awesome. And I liked it. He I don't know if they did both, it on purpose. Luke, you're so stupid. Of course you're so it's... stupid. <laughs> no, um, I, I get I, what I, you're saying, Luke. I'm just fucking like, with you. I get what you're saying. Slash, I get, I get but I, I liked it <laughs> if they did it on I think, purpose. Well, I think they have to do that for, like, say if your alter ego had a different voice, they would put a different actor there. So it's like, here's a lot of them credit for the acting part and then for, like, the voice part. IMDb will just be, like, slash, usually. It'll just say, like, Norman Osborn slash underneath the same name. But then it put his picture twice. I liked it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it did. (laughs) So then... Norman decides that the best course of action is to obliterate Aunt May's room. 
Yo, okay, okay, interrupt her during prayer time. Of course, so it was from evil. Evil. It sounds like Mermaid Man. I love that he <laughs> makes her finish. Evil. The fact that he makes yeah, her he finish makes the prayer finish. is so fucked it's, up. That's creepy. I now, like I'm, yeah, I'm confused. Why did he do that? So he did it to. Because evil was the next word. Because. He, he wants Peter to join people. him, but why would Peter join him if he's threatening? Because he's afraid for his aunt's life, but she, I, he doesn't I, even yes. do anything to her. He just destroys just, her room and then leaves. Just to yeah, prove and sends that. her ass to the hospital, Luke. I think, he, Luke, I think it's okay. a threatening mechanism. It's like do it or she's gonna die. Do it or I'm gonna ruin everything. It's also to prove okay. that he knows what Spider-Man's Ooh, identity is. Peter Parker is, yeah, yeah. Okay, I I would have liked if the scene wasn't so quick. Yeah, bitch ass well, aunt to the. But we hospital. have to like. Move I think it's kind of scary. It goes. It is scary, and it goes quick. But that gets us to the hospital scene. I where... love Spider Man. Yeah, that's, that's um, oh yeah. Where... And she says she thinks she's in love with Spider Man while she's dating Harry and holding Peter's hand. And Peter <laughs> gives the worst speech imaginable. True, <laughs> it's very bad. It's, it's so like, bad. No girl would ever fall for you after giving that speech. It was so weird and so creepy. She's like, don't so touch quietly. me. Don't touch yeah. me anymore. And Stop she, touching me. She holds his hand, and Harry comes in, and he just jumps to conclusions. Because okay, see, this is very fast. This is the problem, is that she has proven that she will do that. That is so true. So he can't trust her, so they shouldn't be in a relationship. But let me just say. Him. But, you, but. You go ahead, Matt. You've known this guy for 12 years. His aunt is, like, in the hospital, not doing well. Holding somebody's hand is, like, a consoling that gesture. That is what right? I was going to say. That is very much a consoling he, gesture. It's n- he jumps to such conclusions. It's like, you know she's what trying to console the guy. He says, too? You know what that motherfucker says? What does he say? He says, he says MJ's in love with Peter. <laughs> yeah, that he is straight up says, wearing oh, a turtleneck. He sees them holding hands And that's what he thinks He said MJ's in love with Peter So maybe this guy's fucking batshit crazy And that's what they're trying to get across But then he also says I know it Harry like he Peter cares about no one more than MJ all these years And then like he says that He literally says that Peter has only cared about MJ And he cares about her the most Since forever And he still decides to date her Yep what I a also, piece of trash, bro. That scene where he talks to his dad, the laughter is the scariest thing in the world. Yep. <laughs> He's just like, Dad? Uh, <laughs> I, I, have, <laughs> I have a question, because I'm a little bit confused. They've only known each other a few years, question mark? I don't Harry? know. Because, yeah, Harry and Peter. Um, because I don't know. it but seems they like they're childhood rocks? friends. He's loved MJ since he was six, and... yeah. Harry knows this, but then he's never met Norman, and in the beginning of the movie, he's yeah, like, oh, I weird. wrote a paper on you, like, and let me, inter- he says, let me introduce you, this is my father, and it's like, very yeah, strange. I thought you, you guys were childhood friends, like, I don't Luke, quite I remember. they just got super close in the little amount of time they had together. I, I do remember the skipping rock scene, Luke, Thank I you. know what you're Thank going you. for. I don't Fuck know why you, I remember Luke. that Fuck one so you, vividly. Luke. Stop <laughs> putting that in my head. <laughs> okay. I, I, it's not terrible. So after the two minutes of heartfelt dialogue between Harry and Norman, <laughs> uh, uh, is that when we jump to the actual plot of, like, On the Bridge? Uh, we get, like, an Aunt May thing where she says, everyone knows you love MJ, you fucking You're creep. an angel. And Mark, you're too far away from your mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she's like, 
everyone knows you love MJ and shit like that. And it's like, uh, okay, so Peter's so creepy that his old-ass aunt can realize that he's in love with MJ. That's weird. And it definitely doesn't have anything to do with all the pictures of MJ he took at school that are in his room. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in his sock drawer. Okay, that's bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so there, there's that scene. And then is it the bridge? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, first question. Why are the kids out on the tram at night? <laughs> <laughs> he kidnapped them. Yeah, the, that guy kidnapped yeah. all those kids. No, like, I think their teacher kidnapped him and brought him out at night. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's the classic, like, you can only save one. So I, I like that it's idea. It's like the train. Like it's the, like whatever. Yeah. The, what's it called? The train? Trolley car problem. Oh, the trolley, trolley problem. Yeah. It, it, but my problem is Spider-Man, I feel well, like, would go for the kids. In the, like, I don't feel yeah, like, I, I don't like this choice. Also a little different, because in the trolley problem, it's like, if you do nothing, some people right. will die, but one will live. But in this one, if you he does nothing, everyone action. will die. So it's yeah. like, what do you, you have to take action some way. But if he didn't know he could do both, wouldn't you go for the kids first? I think that if you tr- most of the time, if you try to go for both, you're going to miss both. So, so it's like, his <laughs> decision, which I feel like for the comic, Spider-Man would be the kids. You know what I mean? But he goes right. for MJ first, which is probably my biggest nitpick with this movie, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. that he jumps for MJ first. Which, it made it easier to go swing to the whole trolley than, like, the uh, vice versa, but it, it wasn't that decision he made. It was the fact that he wanted to save MJ, which I don't do not well, like whatsoever. True, but who cares Spider- about kids, am I right? Yeah, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man was living by his motto, which is, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to get say, with MJ, dude. He's yeah. like, if I save the, her, she will the, definitely sleep with me. The girl oh, I loved before the, I even liked girls. <laughs> I will say that the goblin had a really good line here. He started seeing the itsy bitsy spider went up the water spout. Down came the goblin. <laughs> the yeah, dude, that's that's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Also, my favorite shot of the movie is looking in the, the mask eyes and seeing the tram and MJ fall at the same time. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That yeah. was That's good. like my That's favorite good. shot of the movie. Yeah, I, they had some promotional stuff with the eyes too. Oh, okay. That they had to re-edit because it was the Twin Towers in his eyes before 9-11 oh. happened. And so apparently like that they did sell those and now they're like collector's items because they recalled every single one of them and they had a there is a trailer um for this movie that there's like a helicopter going rogue or something and he caught them with webs in between the twin towers so they had to like redo shit like that which was super but uh, yeah it was just one of those things that they worked with the eyes more and i'm wondering if they did stuff and had to cut it out of this movie because of that and, yeah, I wonder if, like, I don't even know if they were going to do this for this scene, but they're like, that eye shot was cool, we should include it somewhere. Yeah. And like, how about this scene? I, f- I don't even know if they were going to use the Twin Towers in the movie. True. But they're using it in promotions because it's, like, a New York staple. But uh, I really like the use of the eyes in this mm-hmm. scene where you can see both of them. I agree. Yeah, it's great. Um, and then New York comes together 
to this save was the, day. the cheesiest, corniest <laughs> thing they, no, to th- ever happen. This, they <laughs> add, I read that they added this because of 9 11. So it was New York oh, banding. It was oh, like, oh, that makes a lot of so sense. So them it's doing that, like, it, it was cheesy, but the reason they did it was really good. So and I, I bet like you it. when people, like, actual New Yorkers yeah. saw that in theaters, it was like a, a uplifting oh, moment. Maybe yeah, they tied definitely. it too. So I like. Okay. So I like it. I get yeah. she's, but it's inserted because of that. So true. Yeah. Okay. And then so he's able to save everybody, which is unrealistic, but it's it's Spider Man, so it's fine. Um, it's Spider Man, Matt. Spider Man. Spider Man. We get to the final showdown, Ooh. and one of the worst lines of the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how it comes up. Uh, Goblin says something about him, Peter being out or something, and he says, "It's you who's out, Gobby, out of your mind." <laughs> Fuck yes! yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes, baby. First off, Gobby, Gobby, <laughs> yeah, man, I Gobby like the house. Like yeah, that's what it. I was gonna say. Dude. <laughs> I love it. I like that. Secondly. That's just so like you couldn't have come up with something better on the fly. Come on, man. No, he's a kid. It's, it's Toby Maguire. It's realistic. It, it is realistic. <laughs> I love. Yeah. I do love the shot of his eye when like the bomb flies at him and it oh, blows the fuck yeah. out of his mask, which that I just cool. like because that I really like good. this last scene where it's like half mask, half not. I like it. And yeah, I, I like the way that they fly th- and like break down those walls when they go through walls. It's pretty cool. Like it looks rough. You're like, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he also does like a front flip at him. Goblin does and punch him in the face, which is kind of funny. Chef's kiss. Yeah, that's the chef's kiss. Is right there. Uh, okay. Um, my question about the end part where Norman is trying to appeal to him emotionally so that he can distract him and hit him with the glider, right? Yes. Um, what was his plan for getting out of the way? Anyway, none. Because. Even if the glider Peter hits, Parker's body would have stopped the glider. I don't think the spikes were were they big enough to go through him and hit him. I think so. I would That's think why so. I wondered. I was like, honestly, I think so. But I think his plan was just stab this fool and then he'll stop. Okay, yeah. Well, here, like when it actually hits Norman, it goes all the way through and sticks him to the wall. So it could have gone all the way through and gotten him after it hit Spider Man. Um, yeah. Which is my my question? Like, why didn't he move anyway? Um, because he's Gobby. Because oh. he's Gobby, my man. His... But the fact the fact that he gets impaled by a bunch of spikes on his glider is so metal and wicked for a kid. <laughs> I movie. love it. I, it, I love it because of that. Because it's, it's like, dude, he killed himself it's on so accident. Crazy. I like that. It is metal. How does like it pierce his armor? Like you would think that. That since they made both of those things, it wouldn't be able to pierce his own armor. But the the spikes are made of probably just as strong material. Vibranium. Yeah, but I was about to say thing. vibranium. Is it like I, I bet that's why because it's probably by his same thing. So I, I like, love yeah. the zoom in where he goes oh, and then he gets hit. <laughs> I know <laughs> it's amazing. it was like so menacing, and then he was like, <laughs> he was like oh, and then <laughs> yeah, so it's good. great. It's great. Um, <laughs> and then he pulls the. Don't tell Harry. Don't tell Harry. And then his death is kind of funny because he just goes, <laughs> Hey, Luke, promises are meant to be broken. Oh my god. <laughs> what is that so, from again? That's from Amazing Spider Man 1 when Stacy's told him not to see his daughter. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Promises are meant to be broken. Be broken. That was the man's <laughs> dying wish, Pete. <laughs> oh, my, Pete. My question 
I understand. I would understand if in that movie Peter kept that promise because um, Captain Stacy is like someone he respects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why right. does he keep Norman's promise? Because Norman is a bad guy. Things and would he was probably be. Go ahead, go ahead. I mean, oh, I was, things would probably be better for Harry if Harry knew the truth about his father. I would think that as well. So I don't know. I agree, and we get into this more in the sequels, where it's yeah. like, just tell him. <laughs> Why are you keeping he, a promise to a dead man? <laughs> like, has depression because yeah. of it. Yeah, and it's like, you, it's his dying wish, but he was literally the villain. Yes. The Spider Man <laughs> who tried to impale you with his glider. So, But yeah. not only that, again, if he was a more sympathetic character before the goblin, it'd make more mm-hmm. sense, or but he's he not. He didn't even him. know him. Yep. Know him before. Well, yeah. That's yeah. what, like, causes this movie to have, like, some issues. Exactly. So. So, and then is it a direct cut to the funeral? I think so, I right? Think so. Uh, he oh, lays no. yeah. Norman on the bed. Oh, this is where Harry finds out. <laughs> and then Harry just goes, what have you done? Bad turtleneck. <laughs> I sounds love, very real. I love the bad turtleneck, too. It just adds to it. You can only tell that he's depressed because of the turtleneck. Yeah. I, yeah, that's... God. Um, and then that's, like, a really quick scene. Because we don't get his, like, grieving until the next movies. Uh, we kind of see it at the funeral. Like, oh, yeah, a little for bit. A second. But One thing and, I hated at the funerals, Harry says to Peter... You're my only family now. And that, so it's like... I don't get if they're old friends. That's, that, that's <laughs> what confuses me. So at the funeral, after Harry tells uh, Peter that he's his only family, um, <laughs> MJ jumps to I love you with I love him. so How? fast. So Why? Fast. Also, Nothing at there. her ex-boyfriend's dad's, dad's funeral. funeral. Like, not the time to get horny, MJ. <laughs> He's just there to be the love interest to literally everyone. And it's the same in Spider-Man 2, 2.1, 3, and 3 the editor's cut. cut. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has happened throughout the movie that should make her like Peter. She should Spider-Man like Spider-Man. Yeah. I, like, yes. I do know Peter was always supportive to her. That's Peter true. Was a Harry was not. The, he, he, no, he is the OG simp. He is the yeah. OG simp. I agree. But at least he's being nice. Okay. I mean, everybody True. else sucked. <laughs> Everyone else does suck. I mean, she had Flash Thompson and fucking Harry, so. I, I don't like that she's in love with him because she's literally in love with literally everybody. Yep. But uh, I do get I do get it. But you know what I love the most, Luke? Hmm. That he's like, get fucked. Okay, okay. So I love that. I don't, I'll, I'll see so that good. later. But doesn't he get jealous in Spider-Man Two? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, but if don't be, you chose not to. I okay. He, okay. he <laughs> said no though, because he has a duty to fulfill. I, he has to be Spider-Man. I like I, it in this movie. It doesn't make any sense in Spider-Man Two. <laughs> I don't like it in this movie because I felt like they set that up poorly. I guess so because he's pining over. I was her like, literally. I literally. I had no idea why he friend zones her because it's they never explain like oh it's because I'm afraid she's gonna get hurt because of my identity. He never expresses concern about that. All at he, any point all he says is I wanted so hard to tell her how much I loved her. Quick, it's like why didn't you then? <laughs> Wait, didn't he say that in the monologue though? That even though he's Spider Man, the people around him are the ones that get hurt. Yes, he does I at guess. the end. And future yes. little future spoiler scene from Spider Man Two. He's like at a payphone. And he's, like, calling her, and he's, like, it doesn't work, right? And so he's just talking to himself, and he's, like, it's because my enemies and stuff like that that they can't be together. But it doesn't really make any sense because he doesn't really have enemies. The one enemy that he just had died. 
Yep. So who cares? <laughs> he doesn't uh, know he knows, more Sinister no, Six bitches are coming. He knows that because he's Spider-Man, there's going to be some but people But th- we've out never established that there's big fucking evil enemy people yes. before this. It's I just understand. normal crime in the city. I understand that's, the concept. That's where you, they take your previous knowledge about Spider-Man into it. Okay, I understand the concept because they do this in so many superhero things where it's like, I can't let people get close to me because they could get hurt. But they didn't really, like, do that throughout this movie because he's pining for her this whole movie, trying to be with her, even when he is Spider-Man. So all of a sudden for him to be like, no, yeah. I can't now, it's it's kind of It odd. was the Green Goblin's death and attack and what he put her through that opened his eyes to it. I would. So I, would like, movie, I agree and agree they didn't do it well though. Okay. Yeah, throughout the movie, yeah. <laughs> he's pining for her and he wants her really bad and he wants to be with her. And then the Green Goblin like finds out who he is and kidnaps her. And then he that's his realization and blows up fucking Aunt May's shit. And then that's his realization <laughs> that oh shit. If I just, like, all these people that are close to me go get fucked up by some blue goblin or red okay, goblin. So, so does he just want Aunt May like to die? Does he just want Aunt May to die? She doesn't matter? Well, what is she? True. That's yes. true. Yeah, That's he does true. because she fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's wanted that all movie. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then we get real bad narration again. Uh, yes. Where, I is like... this where he says... Who am I? Are you sure you want to know? That's oh, in the beginning. Yeah, that's the Did he, like, this this that's story is not for the faint of heart. Oh, it's not <laughs> for the faint as, of heart. As with all Apparently stories, Luke's the faint of heart because it's not for him. Am I just crazy? True! <laughs> I thought, did he yeah. say something like that at the end also? He might have. I thought he like repeated like the first part. I don't Are remember. you sure? This isn't no. for the faint of heart. As with all stories, it's about a girl. That's how it begins. <laughs> Dear God, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, but I will Dear say, God, dude, the, the at the, the end, the shots of him swinging around the city are awesome. Dope. Yes. So, so dope. Yes. Yes. I will talk about that in Hit Picks. Or we're, we're at Hit Picks. Yeah, right? that's the end of the movie. Okay. We are at Hit okay, Picks. Okay, uh, Hit Picks are all Spider-Man scenes. Stuff that we don't really get in, like, Far From Home, Homecoming. Of him yes. just being yes. sp- fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. I love yes. it in this yes. movie. I think it's really, really good. Um, of course, all the ages of everybody is a big nitpick. Yeah. None of it works. Um, <laughs> another it nitpick, I feel like the ending is good, but a little bit anticlimactic. Could have had like maybe three more minutes in there somewhere. Yeah, it, it does happen a little fast. A little bit. Yeah, I think uh, the whole thing happens fast. But again, Just it's a Spider-Man everything. movie, so it's fine. Yeah. Like, but maybe maybe a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. I think that's it. Oh, and turtleneck, turtleneck is big. <laughs> I turtleneck big. I kind of hit on all of mine already. I just wanted to reemphasize that. Danny Elfman killed it with the score throughout that, the whole movie. I was movie. about to say, that was my hit pick. I really like um, the score. True. And I don't particularly enjoy Tim Burton movies, so I haven't heard, uh, like, I haven't heard a lot of Danny Elfman's music, because I know he works with Tim oh Burton a lot. Tim Burton. Fuck yeah. Tim Burton. Yeah, he's a... Oh, is he a bad guy? No, it's just... I just he's racist. Really like oh, really? Oh, racist. That's, okay, so that's he's news to guy. me. Um, it's he's one of those things where, like, he's... Uh, he never ever 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 has like a supporting or leading actor of color it's always oh. white people in every single one of his movies for over 30 years and stuff he like said that. it didn't match the you're too close to your mic now mark film. it's yeah he, he loves pale people okay. yeah i mean look at charlie and the chocolate factory <laughs> really wonka the was the palest man i've ever but, seen like Very he true. said people of other race don't match the like his films and it's like dude get out of your own fucking ass like true. so i don't like him 
E. Okay, well, I do anyway. have one more. Well, I don't know if it's a hit pick or a nitpick. It's kind of weird. <laughs> so, MJ's hair is more like the comics red in this. Yeah. But I kind of don't like it. I like it the more natural-looking color red in the sequels. It so. looks... Okay, so this was... I watched this with uh, my girlfriend, Katie, for those listeners who don't know. Shout out. Um, shout out, Katie. Yes, um, yes, plug. <laughs> and this was her first time watching this movie. And, f- like, the first scene MJ was in, she's like, is that her real hair color? I was like, absolutely not. No. Like, it's, like, clearly <laughs> dyed. It's kind of bad dyed, so... The other ones look like it could be natural. Yeah. It's a completely different... It's, like, very weird how different it is. I like it kind of because it's kind of comic booky, and mm-hmm. it was straight red in the comics. But I kind of I like the more natural better. Yeah, so it kind looks of pretty unnatural. Yeah, but. and they dyed her eyebrows too. I think so. <laughs> oh yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Dying eyebrows, eyebrows is not a good idea ever. What Never. was the other one it's that they dyed Thor. eyebrows? Thor. 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 No, <laughs> did they do some? It's Thor one with his dyed eyebrows is bad. We yes. talked about one where dyed eyebrows too. I can't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> All right, and, can and, I go through my hit picks? Yes, please do. All the Spidey sense scenes, they were all done well, yeah. and I'm glad they actually exist in the Spider-Man. Yes. Bone saw McGraw. <laughs> so cool. He was so cool. Also, hit pick. Also, what I liked, uh, what I thought was funny is there's like, so he was like uh, doing something, and there's like a montage of like getting people's opinions on him, and some uh, cop said he's like a freaky Lou wackadoo. <laughs> And then there's, nice. like, some girl, and she said, eight hands sounds hot. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, is that the... Oh, that's when they had the guy in the subway singing about Spider-Man, too? Yeah, that that's when they had oh, the yeah. guy in yes. the subway singing about Spider-Man. And you know what? It's, it's crazy, because they had, like, the guy singing in the subway about Spider-Man, and it's, like, trash singing. It's fucking trash. It's, like, horrible. And then it reminds me of Soul, where the guy's singing in the subway, <laughs> yeah. and it's so beautiful, and it's so nice. Yeah. Anything else? Hit pick, hit no, pick. that's it for me. Luke. All right, Luke. Uh, uh I go. said it. Hit yep. pick music. I, I uh, nitpick was wrestling. My bad. Ooh, I will say. <laughs> whoa, okay, so that okay, hater. 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 That <laughs> doesn't. That's like one of the best parts of the movie, and he's gonna hate on this wrestling. Scene. I do have another nitpick though. Um, me too. Me too. Okay, you go first though. I was just gonna say lack of diversity. Would have liked to see more diverse in the movie. Everyone was white. Yeah, did yes. we have any Literally characters everyone. of color except the teacher? The teacher. Um, and <laughs> the teacher. J. Jonah Jameson's assistant. Oh, yeah, that's not very many there. people. He, just, <laughs> he has a little bit of a bigger part in two, but it's like, uh, just give me more diversity, you know? That's yeah. pretty crazy, yeah. It's New York City, too. Come on. That, yeah, yeah, that's Cut what, the like, crap, Sam It's Rainey. one of those, like, Cut the, the comics were all white people, so they're trying to stay true, but, like, I like the new versions. Flash is um, not white. He's not white. Ned, Ned, I like that. Ned's, like, Hawaiian or Samoan, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, really I think Ned like is that. Hawaiian, yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot better. So that nitpick, 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 nitpick. Uh, the parade CGI and the balloon, the lone balloon oh. that flies off into the sky. The yeah. CGI of that was like, you took that in Photoshop and you were dragging it across the screen. Yeah, that's like the, like most of the CGI is good. That one was uh, a bad part though. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, ratings combined. Is oh, anyone yes. changing? No. I'm keeping mine. Okay. I have to stay. I'll Toby? give it a six point. Seven. So we move the needle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the needle. Six point seven. Tony seven point five. Yeah. Matt seven point six. Yes. And I was seven point three. Yes. So ratings combined, seven point 
2.75. So 7.28. There we go. Not bad. Let's see how that ranks against our other ones. I made a list of all of our other ones. Oh, good. Ooh, so, really? That's yeah. good. Number one, Jojo Rabbit, 8.86. Grand Budapest, 8.83. That number one? Yeah, by oh, 0.03. Soul, 8.7. Hush, 7.43. No, that one's too high. Spider-Man. I disagree. Hater. <laughs> Spider-Man, uh, 7.28. Feels then, like a good spot. Then Social Network, 6.98. B-Movie, oh, 5.86. Oh, way too low. Way too low. Uh, the Phantom Menace, 4.13. No, Hobbs and yes. Shaw, Shaw 2.06. And Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, Matt. Okay. It's okay. Go ahead and spoil it. 1.66. <laughs> I have to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. um, uh, oh, Matt, did you notice that Jennifer Lawrence was in this movie? Who was she? Excuse me? Oh, wait. That must have been Hinter's Bone. Ouch! Oh, oh. Ouch! Yeah! Oh! I didn't do it for Why must you hurt me so? <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I'm like the one fan who's like, yeah, give <laughs> the me the bad person. puns. Yeah, give me it, give me it. <laughs> it's like All right. Let's get to it. So Matt gets to know ahead of time now. He and does. I get, Do I get to guess? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, I'll let you guys hint. guess first, though. Yes. Here's my first hint. Oh, just Mark. to preface this, this is Luke's choice of movie for mm-hmm. yes. the next week. Next week, and then the week after, we'll do Spider-Man 2 and continue that way. Mm-hmm. Here's yes. my first hint. Mark and Matt hate this movie, but Tony oh. likes it. Oh, no. <laughs> that's that's a big hint. Tony, you I okay, don't I ha- know. Tony, guess. I'm gonna, I have a guess. So I've seen this movie before, I'm assuming. You have. Luke? We've talked about it on the podcast. That's why I'm doing this. Oh, Maybe oh it's Cars. Know. No. I really thought it was, and I was I like, like, I thought we were going to do it as a series. I like cars. That's why I saved it. I wanted to do it, but we're doing it as a series. I like, like the, I, I like the first Cars. You okay, go ahead, Marky. Go ahead, Marky. Oh, God. I don't know something that Tony like uh, X-Men Apocalypse? Damn it. That was uh, my no. guess. <laughs> no. That was my guess also, so you can go to the next hint. <laughs> hint number two. Uh, okay, Gladiator. A Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. 300? Um, no. That was a good guess. That's what I was thinking Gerard Butler. Snyder. Because of Snyder, yeah. Um, um, Geostorm? No. Oh, like Russell, the Russell Crowe route? Um, that's that's where I went. No, I went the Gerald Butler for Sparta. Uh, but he said Gladiator, and Russell Crowe's in Gladiator. Right. I was thinking Gladiator, oh, okay. like, type of... Okay, well, I guess another Gerard Butler movie, I guess. Um, Olympus Has Fallen. No. Okay. Hint number three. What the fuck does Tony Shake want? weight. Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> wait. Oh, Tony, wait till Tony gets it. Yeah, I, I know. Wait a second. Yeah, baby. You did. There's a shake weight. I wanted to rewatch movie. it, and we talked on podcasts. I'm letting people okay, know. Tony, vacation. Guys don't Is there a shake weight in vacation? No, we all no. like vacation. No. Okay. <laughs> I give, don't. Give him another give hint. hint. Yeah, Mark and I know. Number four. Um, I'm making these up in my head. I didn't. Write <laughs> I can give the fourth hint if you want, Luke. Uh, okay, God of War or Jeff Goldblum. God of War. <laughs> That's or Jeff hits. Goldblum. Oh, it's Thor Ragnarok. Oh, no! Yes. No! <laughs> I hate you so much. We've talked about it on the podcast. Why Tony likes it and you guys hate it. And it'll, it'll, be yes. it'll be a good conversation. It'll be a good. Why you guys feel ball. this way? Fuck What's the gladiator angle? Best. Thor. They gladiator fight. Oh, duh. I, for, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
almost the best me, MCU movie. You we'll fucking take it that. back. We're talking we'll about talk Spider-Man, about and you're going to throw that into this conversation? Of course, Matt would think so, because Matt fucking hates Spider-Man. But then, <laughs> I wouldn't expect it from you. <laughs> who do you think you're talking to? Someone who didn't Sir? put Spider-Man No Way Home on his top ten anticipated films of 2021. Oh, Matt, plug list. your oh, YouTube channel. Cinematic. Oh, yes. Uh, please. I have a YouTube channel called Cinematic. C-I-N-E, capital M-A-T-T-I-C. Um, it has eight followers, so... He gives some yeah, hot maybe. fucking takes out. <laughs> I just, I review movies, old and new. Um, and he's going to be joining us every other week. Though. Yes, I am. So. Mark hates me because I didn't put uh, the new Spider-Man movie <sighs> on my top ten anticipated movies. And it's even worse because... Uh, Mission Impossible 7 got pushed back to 2022, so Did there's a slot really? Dick. Did yep. really? <laughs> Dick. God, I hate you. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> next week we'll be doing Thor Ragnarok. So Matt won't be with us <laughs> yes, then. Maybe. Not like recording schedule. He'll be back for Spider-Man 2 the week after. So thank you guys for watching with us, and uh, you can... Go to our and like our Facebook page at Tonight's Watch Podcast, all one word. Follow our Twitter, Tonight underscore Watch, or our Instagram, Tonight's Watch Podcast, again, all one word. Also consider rating and reviewing this episode if you enjoyed, because that helps us out the most. And if you want to email us any movie suggestions, we're open to hearing it because we suck at picking movies sometimes. Luke Very obviously so. does with a Thor Ragnarok, am I right? So, <laughs> wrong. That's a wrong one. I got Luke's back on that one. So we're opening that up, um, and you could. That's tonight's watch podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. We would love to hear anything from any of you guys. I think that's super cool. So. And I think it goes without saying there's no apostrophe because you can't do that. Yes. Don't so, forget you can listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. On YouTube too now and Google Podcasts. YouTube. Anyway, uh, watch Thor Ragnarok with us and then Spider-Man 2 the week after. Luke, roll us out. And that was tonight's watch. Since that's the only thing you could do on this podcast. True. You guys hate. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.